We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Handraise guys, I'm Neil McCready, Chase Parham with me here as uh, always. Chase with his Manscaped shirt on. Always, always. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's true. Always, uh, always repping stuff. So yeah, I was talking to Blake Cook and I earlier today, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I put a blue Delta hat on. I was like, you know, just just companies that just take care of the bottom half, really, Blake. So what we're trying to do around here, trying to to make it work. Um, I mentioned a minute ago, though, frankly, I think I told you earlier today. It, 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 as much as like I know what the ad readers and all that say and whatever, just active people or runners or anything like there is a there is a cert, there's a definite benefit in that in, in, in that area beyond um, sometimes what the 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 the, uh, the ad folks uh, focus on, if you will, when they are uh, when they're doing the thing. So anyway, all good. I'm Neil. That's Chase. I mean, Bro- I, yeah, I doubt anybody stumbled on us tonight. You know what said. Just on YouTube, hanging out. Never heard of you guys before. Tonight's the night. We're just going to hit the play button. Don't know, don't know who those two idiots are. You don't think? What it is. No, probably not. We're brought know. to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Same, uh, ser- Different names, but same great services. Same people. They'll take great care of you. It's getting cool outside. I was outside a little while ago uh, grilling some chicken. Feels nice to me, but a lot of people will say it's cold. Oh, it's raining too. It is. It's damp and cold. But you want to make sure that that uh, heating system is is uh, up, ready to roll. Best way to do that is get in touch with the people at Comer, people at Southern. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, and the surrounding area, call Comer six six two eight zero one one seven seven seven. If you live in Hernando, Desoto, Memphis, any of that area. Six six two four two nine forty four twenty nine, and they'll take care of you. Uh, guests will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Uh, it'll be a great place to enjoy a burger, po' boy, great beers, full bar, the whole deal. Appetizers there at Rafters, and we're in the Clark Ford Studios. Six six two two five seven nineteen hundred is the number. Call, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. 
The rest is up to you. This will be up tomorrow in the form of the Oxford Exxon podcast. For those of you who don't have eyes and you only have ears, Chase, what's going on at Oxford Exxon? We're still trying to give away some football helmets. We're working on that right now. You need to go. You need to take a selfie. You need to hashtag Blue Sky Rebels. You need to tag the Oxford Exxon in uh, in the tweet, and you will be automatically entered into a chance to get one of those helmets that goes on weekly during the rest of football season when basketball gets here. We'll give some stuff away with basketball, too equal opportunity throughout the uh, the process so again selfie uh speed pass plus out download it earn points save money lunch specials 569 if you come into town tomorrow you're a little hungry when you come in off highway six and let them uh let them take care of you yeah it, it's been like misting for like nine hours and it finally mm-hmm. started raining like an hour ago i went for a run like around noon today it's one o'clock something like that and i <sighs> I, I was really proud of myself because I showed a little bit of like mental fortitude because it was definitely raining and I'm like, why am I doing this? Stop! And I almost had to like go to like my inner David Goggins a little bit and kind of scream at myself for a second and go, you know what? No, like I'm 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 g- g- gonna get this done. So I did a little keep going MF for a little bit and we got 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 it done. I'm gonna have so. to double down tomorrow. I never got it done today. I told myself throughout the day, okay, we're gonna get on the peloton, we're gonna go get a run, we're gonna do something, and then. Work kept getting in the way. I podcasted. I did a Ryan Brown show at 10 o'clock. Saw that. I didn't feel like I could say no to that show since he does my show every single week. That's that's very true. Yeah. I taped uh, I taped The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor at 11.15. That's up at um, rebelgrove.com, MPW Digital, by the way. It's brought to you by LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford. If you're coming to Oxford and you like to eat food, go to LB's. Um. So we taped that. Yeah. We really I, appreciate Greg. So go take care yes. of him and, 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 and do what you can. Yeah, there. Greg's awesome. And his um, food's great. They're, uh, they had a great weekend last weekend with the LSU game in town and all the stuff that came with it. And it's Halloween this weekend. So if you need stuff for uh, for Halloween on, on Sunday, it's your neighborhood doing it on Sunday. That's correct, yes. Yeah. The the football game on Saturday, I think, took any chance of it potentially getting moved. Good. I th- yeah, the kids, like, need, the yeah. kids need to trick-or-treat on the damn day. Oh, that's a thing for you? Yes. Is it really? Yes. You don't like it getting moved? No, it's October 31st is Halloween. You should trick-or-treat on Halloween. No matter what night of the week it is? No. If Unless it was an away football game, it, well, it if there was no football game, I would at least understand the move. I, w- I wouldn't carry either way, but I would sure. understand it. Do it on Sunday. So anyway, Halloween's on Sunday. It is. So if you need stuff for your Halloween cookout or um, whatever, go to LB's. It's better than whatever you're going to find at the grocery store. Um, let's see what else we got. We got the MP. I talked to Ryan at 1 o'clock, and then I loaded the MPW Digital pregame show that's brought to you by our friends at um, Walk-On Sports Bistro. Correct, yes. Uh, 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland is open. The one in Oxford will be open in a matter of uh, weeks now. Days, really. So uh, that'll be awesome when it does. Great food, uh, great ambiance, great place to go watch the football games. You got Ole Miss and Mississippi State at 6 o'clock. You got the cocktail party at 2.30. There's games throughout the day. It's a really good day for um, college football. And then, of course, you got the World Series Saturday night as well, tomorrow night. So uh, if you're in the Jackson area, go to Ridgeland, 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. So all that's up at uh, rebelgrove.com. And then I've spent most of the day while the interviews were rolling on the phone working on a war room for tomorrow. 
that we'll have to you at some point in the morning. I'm not going to make a promise as to what time. Mid to late, because I'm waiting on a couple things. It's going to be a little later than it was last yes, week. Yes, it'll probably be mid to late morning. Yeah. I'm, that, that's good for me, because that lets me get up in the morning and finish what I'm mm-hmm. doing, because I'm almost done. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all of that at uh, rebelgrove.com. So if you uh, are, are not a subscriber to rebelgrove.com, you probably should um, subscribe. You can read all the stuff in the war room. It's going to be behind the paywall. And we would appreciate it. It makes a great Christmas gift as well. If you're in the thread, do us a favor real quick. Hit the like button. That helps us a bunch. doesn't cost you anything. And if you're not a subscriber to uh, our YouTube channel, hit the, uh, hit the subscribe or the follow subscribe button, whatever the case may be. That helps us as well, too. They've had a lot of dumb things. We'll, we'll be all over the place tonight. We'll probably end up, I mean, frankly, a couple years ago, Halloween candy arguments was like our top show of like a three-month period there at one point. Everybody got all pissed off and angry about the 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 rankings of Halloween candy, um, but of all the dumb things they did, this this pita thing about the bullpens is one of the dumber yeah, things insanity. I've ever seen in my entire life. This is insanity. I, I, you don't want insensitive to cows. You don't in the want, push release. You don't want to get me started here on a week <laughs> on a week where there is proof that we were very insensitive to dogs. Like literally insensitive to dogs physically. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to go here. I, I don't want to do <laughs> because I will end up really saying some bad things. There are some people in the headlines today that you could get down them quickly. They could be imprisoned, and I wouldn't lose a night of sleep. What are they doing? Are they wearing all white? I see that. Somebody say that. White helmets too. In the thread, somebody said Ole Miss all whites. I don't know. There's nothing on the the uh, the twitters that I can find, so I don't I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm looking. Let's see. It's this spooky thing. Twelve minutes ago, so that's what I'm waiting on. Okay, I've got it up. White shoes. White pants. I should have known that's what they were doing. I just figured they were celebrating Halloween over there. Oh, it's blue helmets. No, white jersey, white pants, powder helmet. Powder helmet. Yeah. Okay. Well, because the powder helmets are the white helmets. They were pa- they were painted over. So you can oh, only go to a white helmet if you got rid of the powder for the rest of the year. Okay. Yeah. So, all good there. The gray pant people are having a hard year. It's been a difficult year for the great pant people. Because <laughs> we're not two- and the Navy jersey people. <laughs> we're two thirds through the season, and there's no there's no great great. Have, jer- they worn it once. Have they worn the great pants? Yeah, they wore them once or twice. They yeah. Okay, Tulane they wore them, didn't they? It's Tulane and or maybe Alabama. Oh, they did wear them at Alabama. Yeah, That's one right. or the uh, one. I stand or the corrected. Um, just to finish it, we won't get Neil started, but just to close that for anybody who's been living under a rock today. Peter wants a bullpen, like baseball bullpen, changed to arm barn um, in an effort to not uh, be insensitive to cows. Okay, all right, so let's let's discuss this briefly. I mean, is there really a discussion? Is there even a chance? I mean, on on the, obviously the cow is not upset about what's happening at Major League Baseball. There's no cow that's worried about this that's offended. That's that's an, that's an accurate summation. Okay, then why the hell are we doing this? Well, I... I don't know. We're having the big discussion about the Braves and the Tomahawk Chop and all that, which is Rob Manfred's avoidance of what an idiot he made of himself earlier in the year when he took the All-Star game away. But this feels like this is insanity. I mean, uh, 
I, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm. It's always been the bullpen. Nobody has ever said, "Hey, you know what the bullpen is." When you look out into the bullpen and you see seven or eight pitchers and a couple of bullpen catchers, you never go, you know, those guys are representative of a group of cows headed to the slaughterhouse. Nope. Didn't happen. No one's ever thought that. I mean, I'll be honest. It never even crossed my mind that that, like, I never even made an associate association at all. And you've I mean, watched it, how much baseball in your life? A lot, yeah. yeah I've watched a good More than myself. the average bear. Yeah, I mean, me I don't too. know. Me too, and it's never, ever once – I've never thought, you know, that's kind of insensitive to cows. Nope. I, yeah, outdated term is what they call it. Outdated, but but who are we offended? As the World Series turned into a pitching duel, P- PETA is pitching a proposal to the baseball world. Strike out the word bullpen, which references the holding area where terrified bulls are kept before slaughter in favor of a more modern, animal-friendly term. PETA's suggestion? The arm barn. This is actually a press release. Um... Words matter, and baseball bullpens devalue talented players and mock the misery of sensitive animals. PETA's executive vice president, Tracy Ryman, I bet she's a thrill at a party. PETA encourages Major League Baseball coaches, announcers, players, and fans to change up their language and embrace the arm barn instead. PETA notes that cows are hung upside down and their throats are slid. See, you're being more traumatic than anything a bullpen has ever done. Because a cow, you're the asshole. A cow never has never once watched a baseball game, and you know what? You, you know what? You know how this is going to end for me, right? Not While once. in rodeos, gentle bulls are tormented into kicking and bucking by being electroshocked or prodded. All tra- all typically held in a bullpen while they await their cruel fate. Peta, whose motto reads in part that animals are not ours to abuse in any way, opposes speciesism, a human supremacist worldview. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> For more information, please visit PETA or follow the group on Twitter, Instagram, and I'd rather not. That I, the the forty eight baseball terms in the press release was my favorite part of that. But, but, but there's no mention from PETA about the dogs being tortured in the in the testing. Not that I have noticed. No, okay. I've not. Yeah, we're not. We're not upset about that because that doesn't that doesn't upset our political sensibilities. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, The NCAA has got another commission or committee or something going on today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? No. I, um, It's one that's actually. I just guided you through my day. I've not okay. seen Jack. So this is one where they say is actually going to be important. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Um, it's called the NCAA Division One Transformation Committee. And it's in charge of basically figuring out how Division One should be structured in the NCAA. Oh, okay. Essentially, in theory, Power Five being on, like, in theory, mm. it's movement and shaking and whatever. Yeah, so we're, we're getting there finally. Well, but they won't just say it. The press release still is this, oh, just what's best for the student-athlete, and we're just trying to figure out what, what what's the best way to operate. No, you're trying to figure out if you should break off. That's what this is about well, right now. Well, they're going to the break NCAA. off. It's a matter of when. So the committee that's in charge of this, the two chairs – for this are um, Greg Sankey, okay, the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference. He's on a lot of he's on a lot of committees. I bet he is. He's on a lot of committees, and he is joined as a chair from the uh, from uh, Ohio Athletics Director Julie Cromer. Yeah, Julie Cromer's not her voice is not being heard. You think Greg's the chair? Of the- I think Greg <laughs> says, "Hey, Julie, you doing well? All right, good. Shut up. <laughs> Just sit over there. Yeah, 
<laughs> so the uh, the committee, for those that are curious, you can tell me who you think has weight in this in this room. Yeah, Greg, just Greg. <laughs> so far, Greg. Javon Adams Gaston, uh, the president of Norfolk State University. N- none, zero. Jerry Beggs, a faculty athletics representative from Illinois State. Even less than that guy. <laughs> Jana Blaze, the senior women's administrator from Northwestern University. A little bit more, but not much. Uh, Dean Presacani, the president of North Dakota State University. Oh, God, he might as well just take a day off. Our boy, Greg Christopher, the AD at Xavier. Oh, yeah, Greg. He's on a lot of committees. I they bet, like Greg. I bet Greg Sankey looks at that guy and goes, <laughs> you know you don't what? say a word. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I'll beat your ass. Uh, Patrick Chun, the AD at Washington State University. Okay. Julie Cromer. Troy Dannon, the director of athletics at Tulane. Okay. Uh, Jack DeGoya, the president at Georgetown. Okay. Damon Evans, our yeah. former Georgia guy, AD at Maryland now, yeah. is, is Damon. He's, he'll tell Greg what's up. Yeah. He's, he's had a checkered past over the years. He's yeah. had some stuff. Greg says, Damon, you remember that time when you were at Georgia and the girl? Yeah. 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 You saw some Shut things, up. right? Uh, the director of the Ivy League. Okay. The president at Baylor. Okay. The AD at West Virginia. The is president that- at Georgia, Jerry, whatever his name Okay. Is. He's hey. just patting Greg on the back. Yeah. Go, hey, Greg, you need some water? Would yeah. You, would you like, like, like some shrimp cocktail? What would you like, Greg? Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll make sure that happens. I mean, it's almost like he's the babysitter. Like, I'm looking at the whole list, and... The president of Georgia is like, hey, you just keep Greg motivated right here. We just got to get we got to get this done. That's that's what we got to do right here is we get this. Get well, this everybody's got to talk for a little while. But when it comes time to get it done. The commissioners from the ACC and the West Coast Conference. All right. The tr- a former track and field athlete from the University of New Mexico. Utterly meaningless. I mean, what, what are we doing? Getting a shrimp cocktail. The is senior it, women's administrator in, in Florida. Huh? Do they meet in Indianapolis or in a Zoom? I'll try to find that out. And the chancellor at North Carolina State University. Cool. That is the uh, the commission. Yeah, so the media far. contact is Michelle Brotlack Hussick. If you would like, to, uh, if you'd like to request comment on anything as this thing uh, moves forward, I'd rather spend a day in the bullpen. Would you? Yeah, the other bullpen, any bullpen. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else we got? We got football tonight. We got Green Bay, Arizona getting ready to get started. Yeah, I was looking at that a minute ago. Did you realize the floor for the Packers is 32-7 and seven in his first 39 games as head coach? No, it's pretty good. It's the best in history. Yeah. And we got uh, Troy and Coastal Carolina. The last yeah. I looked are tied at seven. Whatever. I, 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 I can. You don't think that's got playoff ramifications? Winner gets to go to the New Orleans – Bowl or something. Um, after we looked the other day, I was just kind of curious. I went back to FPI and um, Ole Miss's numbers are stronger now than they were a little bit. Um, okay. Ole Miss has a forty-one percent chance of winning at Auburn on Saturday, something like that. Um, forty-one. Forty-one point three. Okay. To be precise. Liberty eighty-five. Uh, A and M a sixty point four percent chance. Ooh. Against Texas A and M. At ninety-eight point five against Vanderbilt. It's too low. And 59.2 against Mississippi State, which is only interesting from the standpoint of they actually think they have a better chance to beat A&M than Mississippi State. I mean, it's It's the road rivalry thingy. 41.3 Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've I've said this all week. If Ole Miss can find a way to beat Auburn, they wake up on Sunday morning in a totally different realm. Totally different tax bracket at that point. Yeah. Yep. 
I mean, Aaron in Green Bay next year? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. I think he wants out. He appears to want out. He's being a good soldier this year. Supposedly he's growing his hair out for his Halloween costume. So I'll be curious to see if next week there's a haircut. Yeah. All right, this is from a uniform game. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I love the Packer suit, always have. It's their traditional road uniform. I don't like the black on black. It's the, the white, white helmet that actually helmet. throws it off. I mean, one or the other, but it's the... it's The the Cardinals have such a traditional uniform. I don't know why they don't go with it, but a pair of... The white pants would have gone with either the black jersey or the red jersey here, better than the black on black. They need a black helmet if you're going to go black on black. Yeah. Yeah. That's the. That, 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 like that's, Coastal Carolina has right there. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. My uh, lock of the week, somebody asked. Let's see. I think my lock of the week is Georgia minus the 14. I think that's the one that I feel best about. Like of the other ones, I don't feel super about Michigan minus the three and a half. I don't feel great about Texas plus the two. No. I don't feel great about Missouri minus seventeen because they can't stop anybody. No. Um, I don't feel awesome about Auburn minus one. I don't feel great about Kentucky minus one. I love Ohio State minus seventeen. Love that it. actually feels good. Love yeah. it. Love that game. Love it. I don't feel great about Texas Tech plus nineteen. I actually like SMU minus one a good bit. Do you really? I do. Okay. And I like North Carolina plus three and a half, but I'm not crazy about it. So either Georgia. That's a tough week from a lock standpoint. Yeah, Georgia or Ohio State would be my locks. In fact, I'll go double lock. Two locks. But you love Ohio State. Love that. They've been great the last month. They're going to whack them. Penn State did not look good against Illinois last week. And then had a weird week. And Ohio State's playing really well right now. A weird week where it was something different every day, too. Yeah, they got problems. Stuff's happening. The Cardinals uniform is so bad that it's maybe the worst uniform of, like, normal teams you'll see that makes the white helmet look bad. Yeah, it's 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 hard to make a white helmet look bad. The more I look at it, the more I hate the look. And and in contrast to a really good look, it's it's awful. Like if green, a white pant would help. Yeah, of course, that's what I said. A white pant, or or just put the red jersey with the white pant and leave it alone. You the NFL. You don't. You ha- everybody has a great brand in the NFL. It's not like you don't need the alternate uniform. It's not like the the college where you're like Troy or somebody where nobody knows who the hell you are. You're the you're the Cardinals. The helmet. Everyone knows immediately who you are. It's like the Packers. Why would you mess with it? Unless it's a once in a blue moon thing. Is it interesting to you that Georgia and Green Bay have the same logo? And nobody ever switched? Mm-mm. Okay. Just, I never yeah. really even thought about it. I mean, they both are G's. Yeah. I mean, Rutgers got upset about Rustin. Uh, the worst uniforms in the SEC is Missouri. Yeah, for sure. They they don't belong in the conference. They look like they should be in the Awful. Back. Just awful. I mean, it, it, it should have been a reason to, to not let them in. 
Their uniform. Yeah. That's fair. Across all sports. Yeah, because we Their do. baseball is, I mean, oh, God. Yeah, you look at it, what are you doing? Just be traditional black and gold. Fine. Yeah, there's so many things you can do with that. I'm trying to think, who's second? It's Kentucky when they go chrome helmet. Yeah, that's disgraceful. And the checkerboard, when a checkerboard is a symbol of someone else in your division. Well, because if you look around the league, like we'll start in the West. Yeah, sure. I'll do this in alphabetical order. Alabama's got great uniforms, traditional uniforms. Sure. Arkansas, that when they stay with what they've been doing like this year, good. it's it's a fantastic uniform. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Auburn has great uniforms. They do. Auburn's all white is just They're a top three, sweet. four uniform in the conference. Yeah. For sure. Uh, let's see. So that's, that's the three A's. Um, LSU has great uniforms. Ole Miss has exceptional uniforms. Yeah. Texas A&M has great uniforms. And and states for the most part they don't screw it up, but they do occasionally. They they screw it up frequently. Yeah. Like last week, they kind of screwed it up. Would you want to go white or maroon helmet if you were state? Maroon. You'd go maroon helmet. Yeah. Okay. And then in the east, it's uh, Georgia has great uniforms. Florida has great uniforms. I like all of Florida's uniforms. I like when they go white helmet with the elf sure. or any of that. It's no, good. It's they're they're great. They're top ten in the country. Ooh. Kentucky, they can screw, they it up. screw it up so bad. They go chrome and they go black when you have blue and white. Yeah. Vanderbilt's uniforms, they play with them too much. Look, but when you have a chance to put the Nashville skyline on yeah, their uniforms in your, in your Vanderbilt. Then Missouri's are horrible. Who are we leaving out? Tennessee South- does that god-awful gray. If you'll just go traditional, they're fine. Yeah, Tennessee's all white's very good. It is. And the orange top with the white's good. And uh, South Carolina has pretty good uniforms. It's fine. Yeah, they're okay. But garnet. When they go garnet with the white pant, it's a good look. Yeah. Or even the black top with the white pants, a good look. I don't like the all black with the white helmet. Yeah, it's a bad look. Cardinals are really for real. Uh, Patrick says, Neil, what's the deal with Zach Evans? Could he end up at Ole Miss? Saw his highlight tape against Texas. Could definitely see why he was a five-star they appear to have settled it down some this week, but look, he reached out to multiple teams over the course of the year. He's never been particularly happy there. Um, at the end of the season, they're going to have a hard time keeping him. He is an exceptional, exceptional running back. People that are like he's a great well, athlete. I love the people that are like. Well, there wouldn't be room for him. No, he he's the type you make room for. Look, Matt, I, I know this is crazy. I actually kind of like when Vanderbilt wears those Navy uniforms. For some reason, I don't mind the red, white, and They're blue not uniforms bad. for Vanderbilt. I want to dislike them, but I don't. I, I hate the premise that they have them. That you're so good that you represent America. Well, yeah, like why? Like, what, what is your... But it is a good look. The look is good. Much yeah. better than this last year when they went to, like, green fatigues. For their patriotic uniform. Okay, is, is this true? Good. Mississippi Jeff Caldwell says, I believe I saw that State will have baseball logo on their helmet this weekend. Is the football team going to honor the baseball team? Surely not, right? I mean, come on. I did see where they're banned because they were trolling Vanderbilt all wore national championship caps at the game last week. The State banned all wore national championship baseball caps in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
in a way, State and Vanderbilt kind of deserve one another. Like y'all, y'all go play in the corner, and we'll 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 do whatever over here, right? I mean, I that's so. Go stu- ahead. What? That's just so stupid. It's so small. You won a championship, so you need your band to troll the empty stadium. Well, that's true. There was no one there. I mean, that just feels really petty. They're good at petty. They, they're on. They're giving the baseball team their rings on Saturday. Okay, I see that. That's fine. So far, I'm okay. I see nothing about a helmet on the internet, but okay. that doesn't. I mean, look. I don't. I don't have. I have no problem with them giving the the kids the rings in front of the football crowd. Oh no no no! Celebrating no. the baseball team—that's cool. But, but I don't see a but uniform. You don't need release. a uniform thing. Yeah, I don't see anything else. But that doesn't mean anything. They're doing trigger treating this weekend with Leach's favorite candies, because he did the whole candy corn thing. Rah rah rah. I mean, when you, <laughs> when all you have to do from a marketing department is play off the fact that. What is becoming a senile, somewhat old man gave a 90-second candy corn lecture on national television. I, I, I guess you use what you have to work with. I suppose. I mean, but my God. I mean. They always try too hard. They've become a very boring football program, which is very hard to do with Leach as your coach, you would think. But he's gotten old and nobody cares. Yeah. Frankly, it's because it's partly because he's in the SEC. It was, well, it was much cuter at Washington State or Texas Tech. Two hours to your east is the most prominent program in the country. Yeah, the Death Star is over there. Yeah, and and then two hours up north, you, you got, got Lane, Lane Kiffin. Yeah, just yeah, doing what he does. It doesn't work out. And a sinking ship in Baton Rouge on your other on your flank down there. I mean, it, it's The Oxford Exxon Podcast is also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network. It's free to use. I was introduced to Brothrow a few weeks ago. It's a really cool, fun way to bet. No third party. So there's no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Sign up today at bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. We're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE, get 35% off any products from the site, free shipping on $100 or more. Lots of new products on the site now. Also, the brand new Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel is up. Those uh, tri-zone heated vests and jackets as the cool weather begins to arrive. You can get all of that at MuddyWaterOutdoors.com, promo code REBELGROVE for 35% off. Same promo code at Dead Soxy. D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y dot com. The best socks you'll ever put on your feet. The no-shows for uh, loafers and whatnot. The uh, Dress socks, all sorts of colors, all sorts of styles, including sort of the Ole Miss football-themed styles that are right there on the site. Go to deadsoxy.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout for 25% off your order. Ole Miss entertains LSU next weekend in Oxford, then three home games in November. you got Liberty, Vanderbilt, Texas A&M all coming to Oxford means the Grove's going to be full go uh, here in the cooler part of the fall. 
and you can still enjoy 7 South by getting in touch with them. They provide the equipment, secure the spot, set everything up for you to make uh, your tailgating experience fun and easy so you can enjoy your friends, enjoy your time, and not have to worry about unloading and unpacking and packing up and all of those things. Get in touch with uh, Kyle Thornton at 7 South Tailgating, 662-321-1682, or go to 7southtailgating.com. Uh, speaking of the Grove, you're going to want to be prepared when you head into the Grove. And when I say prepared, I'm talking about game-changer patches, of course. They're the only two-patch system available in the market today to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for your next play. Uh, all you have to do is go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 25% off your purchase. We're also brought to you by ACS. They're owned and operated by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It is a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor uh, software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's a full-service AutoCAD services provider and a full-service fiber optic cabling solution provider. If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. Go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell, or Ole Miss graduates They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlight is on the Village at Madison. The Village at Madison will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of Class A restaurant, retail, medical, and professional office space, along with roughly 75 zero-lot line residences, with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. The development is located on the corner of Madison Parkway and Main Street, in Madison, cobblestone streets, iron railings, and gas lighting will serve as signature elements of this development. If you'd like to learn more about this opportunity, call BB and Sam at 601-586-3220. Ginger said they posted something with Landon Sims being the equipment guy. I don't know. Sure. Auburn's wearing orange face masks this weekend. Who's that honoring? I don't know. It must be a thing. That, they must be a, clamoring for orange face masks for a while with the white helmet. She says Sims designed the helmet. What is Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm uh, Ole Miss Banker says, you're driving home after work. A pileup, I don't know why I'm doing this. A pileup happens in front of you. You swerve to miss and hit a pedestrian. In the confusion, a woman jumps out of the car believe, beside you, believing she hit the pedestrian. Do you let her believe she's responsible or do you fess up? Well, your car is going to have damage. Yeah, I, that, that's a difficult. <laughs> you're not going to be held negligent in that situation, I wouldn't think. And plus, aren't you more concerned about the pedestrian at that point? You are, yeah. Yeah. So, 
All right, there's apparently, let's see. What? I'm looking. For what? What are we looking at? Oh, they're going with some sort of a... Oh, they're... I don't know if this is real or not. Going with some sort of like a, a the 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 baseball hat. Oh, the baseball logo. Logo on the football uniform. Okay. Uh, Still feels like you're trying really hard. I don't hate it as much. Frankly, it's their better logo. Yeah. That should just beat the school's logo. Yeah. MSU is more confusing for people. Uh, the best bar or restaurant in Auburn is Acre. Yeah. Good luck getting in this weekend. What well, impossibility. Yeah, but it is freaking fantastic. Their version of the library is the Sky Bar. Um, their bar area is fine. I have no real... Popcorn balls or candy apples? Uh, candy apples. Popcorn balls. Um... Do you like candy corn? No, I hate it. Yeah. Um, the weird candy that I don't mind that most people hate was is uh, circus peanuts. I don't mind circus peanuts. The Kind of the marshmallows? Yeah, the little orange yeah, it's things. Fine. Most people kind of hate those. Um, yeah, Acre's fabulous. I mean, it's one of the best meals I've ever had. The Hound has a great bourbon bar, someone says. More casual yeah. dining than Acre. Brownies or cookies? Brownies. Brownies. Ch- oh, chocolate fudge, though. If you get in some other flavors, then I'll go back to cookies. But if it's just a chocolate like brownie. Like what kind of flavor? Um, I mean, I, I know I'm not a big peanut butter fan. So like a peanut butter brownie or a peanut butter cookie, I want nothing to do really? with it. Really? No, I, I don't. I put powdered peanut butter in smoothies, and I'll eat like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I I don't hate crunchy peanut butter on a few things, but as far as like a peanut butter flavored dessert, I mean, seriously, I mean, I love a Reese's, but like pies, cookies, brownies, no, I I have no interest. I mean, it's one of your favorite things on earth. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I, I love, I love peanut butter. Maybe as much as anything. Melted peanut butter. Yeah. On... Sundays and stuff. JM says, uh, first, thanks for the super chat. He says, I have to eat early dinner, 4 p.m. next Friday in Starkville. Where should I go? Uh, I don't know that town. Restaurant Tyler is good. The veranda's fine. Oh, yeah. Probably get into one of those places that early. What's the barbecue place that everybody likes? Little Dewey's. Little Dewey's. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten food poisoning there from there before. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you won't go back. 2007, like seven, six, seven, seven or eight, somewhere in there. So it says Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a few years ago. It was it was great, and it like it, they took care of themselves. They had that you know kind of like the best of Oxford competition. They have like one in Starkville and the best hamburger McDonald's one, <laughs> and like legitimately got the most votes yeah. and. So it shows up in the paper. The start with they only use best burger, McDonald's, and it's like, oh, 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 god! Like peanut butter M and M's or peanut M and M's? Peanut, peanut is my peanut or almond are my favorite M and M. Okay, I, chocolate almonds is my favorite candy. Really? So, yeah, 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 yeah. I love a chocolate almond. How about that? Uh huh. 
preferably a dark chocolate almond. Huh. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. But like in a gas station or something, Reese's, um, Mr. Good Bar, something like that. So the question is, is Tariqus Tisdale back? I don't think he's been out. I he think hasn't it, been hurt. He's he been in the doghouse. Yeah. There is a rumor today that uh, Braylon Sanders is going to, to play. I have no idea whether it's true or not. I can tell you that the Jonathan Mingo rumor, I believe, to be completely false. Yeah, I don't buy that. At all. I've had Anthony's in West Point. It's good. Anthony's is really it's good. It, it's really good, and considering you don't have a lot of other options, it's like an oasis that you can yeah. you can you can get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, we've done that several times, like doing the overnight Mossy Oak or Waverly Golf Trip. She'll go in and and, and have Anthony's. Um, yeah, it's very good. It's it, it's fine, completely fine. Almond Snickers are better than the regular. I've never had almond Snickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, almond Snickers are good. Um, my least favorite M M&M and M is probably the pretzel M M&M. and M. Oh, I mean, I no kinda, M&M's bad. But I kind of like it. Do you? Yeah. Coastal's running away from What about Troy the fudge now? brownie M&M? Has like the, I've never had that. Yeah, they've got like a fudge brownie M&M. Something like that. My weakness with sweets is if I get started, it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And so I typically just never get started. It's fair. Very fair. Got any other big topics you want to get to? There's a lot of football up. If you want football yeah, content, I mean, it's the MPW Digital pregame show. I did an hour with um, Pete Deweese, 45 minutes with Jeffrey Wright, about 30 minutes with Ryan Brown, 20 minutes with Ben Mint. So there's a lot there. It's two and a half hours of that. We talked to Chase Goodbread earlier today on the Oxford Exxon podcast. You can see that up as well. Yeah, I I don't buy the Mingo stuff at all. I I don't know where that comes from. I'll be surprised if Jonathan plays again this year. That was the interpretation. I, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope I, mean, I hope that he goes out there Saturday and he's running around and having a great time and being himself. But I, I'll be literally stunned. And Braylon, it's my understanding, was not at practice Tuesday morning. Okay. This week is the anniversary of Chucky's injury or his death. Injury, right? Because it was he was Halloween. He died in he died in May. Okay. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was in that end zone. You were a student then. I was a sophomore in college. Went quiet. Yeah, I, mean, I thought he was dead, and could see faces when they came out to him, and the faces were panicked. And everybody noticed it kind of at the same time. I mean, it just sort of went. Yeah, went really quiet. And then I remember this, the rest of that game. Yeah, it was October 28th. Oh, it's literally the. I think it's today. Anniversary, okay. Um, Because it went really quiet. And then I remember. Um, there's things I remember about that day. You remember Trey Sutherland? Yeah, 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 yeah. Trey was one of Chucky's really good friends, and I saw Trey that night, and you could tell it was bad. Really, and the word got out pretty quickly that it was, it was bad, and it was it was bad, it's really bad. What I do remember also was a week later, Ole Miss played LSU in Vault Hemingway and the, the, buckets. the buckets. That was pretty powerful. That was one of the cooler things I've I've ever seen. Tommy Hodson was the LSU quarterback that day. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah, the buckets. 
Cabot Otis. He says, interview with uh, Chase Goodbread this morning was really good. Thank you. Appreciate that. Chase is a good dude. If he's right, Ole Miss people will be super excited. Yeah, he was pretty bullish on the Rebels this morning. Yeah, big time. He he had them going 11-1. and one. Yeah. Healthy, I think they do. I just, the injuries. Yeah, that's mm. my thing is I just, I'd love to know whether Braylon's really playing or not. Kyler Murray is such a bad man. What do you do? I mean, watch this throw. Kind of off his back foot. He completed that? Yeah, it's going to – you'll see the face mask. Oh. Yeah, you can't grab it like that. Yeah, that's too much. I mean, the offensive guy gets away with a lot, but that's – It's a hell of a throw, though. Moving to your left, off your back foot with a person much bigger than you in your face. And you drop the dime in there like that. He makes Cliff Kingsbury look like a hell of a football coach. Oh, he does. I mean. You don't think it's about players, do you? That level? Quarterbacks. Quarterback. It's a quarterback game. If you've got a good – that's why Ole Miss has a chance in every single game when you've got the best quarterback on the field. Ole Miss soccer playing – are they at home tonight? I don't know where they are. Yeah, they're actually on. We could probably – we could put it on TV too. All right, I'll do it. I'll find it. Who are they playing? Do you know? I saw it, but I don't remember. Let's see. Let's look for it. It's a lot of stuff streaming. It's amazing the number of things you can watch. Yeah, no doubt. Today. Kansas versus Texas. I'm looking. West Virginia, Oklahoma State. Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Oh, okay. One to one in the 36th minute. So we'll flip to that. In Starkville. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're making a movie or someone says they're making a movie about Chucky Mullins and Brad Gaines. I saw Brad Gaines. There's always been in our neighborhood a few years ago. Really? Yeah. He was actually walking and I was like, that's who that is. You recognize him? Mm Mm-hmm. Had a conversation about it. You can tell he's got, he's let that. And look, I don't judge another man, but he didn't do anything wrong. It's haunted him for this long. It's absolutely haunted him for years. He just called a football. Where I think he feels responsibility. He caught a football and had his back turned. That's it. That's it. There's nothing that he possibly could have done differently. I always just felt terrible for him that he held that so responsible. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a couple docs. I haven't seen anything else about a movie movie, but I could be wrong. I haven't really focused up on that at all. Uh, the Packers see. sideline high hats are bad. Are those are those that bad around the league? I didn't see it. Yeah, they're they're rough. I hate everything about the Cardinal uniform today. The red the red slash on the black pant. I don't like it either. Do you have any interest in the Cardinals? Period. Like, is that a team you pull for or against at all? No. When I was kind of ki- nondescript. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would cheer for them against the the Cowboys twice a year because they would always come on TV. I always cheered against the Cowboys whoever they played. Who were the notable players from the Cardinals back then? Uh, they had a guy from Louisiana Tech that was a wide receiver. Um, oh, what was his name? 
Pat Tilly, is that his name? Jim Hart was their quarterback. Okay. Number 17. I can't remember who else played on that team. But I would cheer for the – so you saw the – you saw the Cowboys a lot. So you saw the Cardinals and the Redskins Giants. and the Giants and the Eagles yeah, a bunch. All right, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll open phones. i got to find the thing. Touchdown, Cardinals. still feels weird to look up and see the NFL extra point where it's like a 30-something yarder. Mm-hmm. It, How often do they miss it? What's the percentage on those? It's, it's got to be in the mid to upper 90s. You hardly ever see it, but they do miss one here and there, yeah. and they'll never miss a, uh extra point, no, like a no, traditional no, extra no. point. Those are automatics. What surprises me always about those, I mean, I'm not a kicker, like is how hard they kick them because they hit the, just the little line drives through. Like They kick the hell out of them. When you're down on the field and you hear somebody hit a 50-something yarder, it makes a sound. Yeah, Michael, I mean, we're more than happy to do live shows all over the place if we feel like there's a there's a crowd for it and there's, I mean, just being honest, something in it for us where we yeah. do it. Um, I mean, we've done them all over Tupelo. We've done them and we, we've had really good crowds in Jackson. That's been a good place for us over it has. the years for, for those at the Weston. Um, and sometimes in Oxford. Yeah, they had Otis Anderson was on that team. Oh, Otis Anderson was on those teams? Yeah, he was on those teams. Wasn't he on the Giants team that won the Super Bowl in 91? Oh, that's a good question. Wasn't Otis Anderson? I For some reason, remember. I thought he was the main guy that did the that, that had all the big runs when they drove down to kick the field goal with Matt Barr against the Bills in Super Bowl 25. Was that, was that not Otis Anderson? I don't know. Am I wrong? That's, I, I can't tell you that you're wrong or right. That's the first Super Bowl I really remember. Mel Gray was their wide receiver. I remember that. Yeah, Otis Anderson was a giant from 86 to 92. He was a St. Louis Cardinal from 79 to 86. Okay. Hey, who do we have? What's going on, guys? What's happening? Hey, Tommy. Oh, man, y'all doing all right tonight? Yeah, we're doing good. I bet you can get... congratulate y'all on all the new sponsors. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I bet you can get all the work you want right now, can't you? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I can saw where they were down it's like eighty six thousand truck drivers really that's what they're short right now well right now and i see i haul cars and right now i mean it's kind of uh it's kind of messed up right now because of the chip shortage so i mean a lot of people are struggling but i'm not i mean i'm hauling uh gm so we're actually doing pretty good where are you at tonight I'm just coming into Toledo. Okay. I'm going to shut it down over here in just a little bit around Perry. Right what there at Toledo. What time, what time did you get started this morning? Uh, I started about 8 this morning, but I had to go get an inspection done on my truck. And um, I had to get two or three other things fixed on it. And then I went and got my truck washed. And I've been lollygagging today. <laughs> What, how many miles on a lollygagging day? What are we doing? Uh, I've driven about 400 today. Yeah, light day. 
Yes, I've loaded and driven 400. I mean, I went up uh, into Lansing and loaded, and then here I'm gonna stop over here in a little while. What? Uh, how often do you wash the truck? I wash mine every week. Okay. I mean, you know, mine <laughs> might surprise y'all, but mine's actually old Miss colors. It's kind of like a light gray and red, and then I've got the kernel on both sides of it. So, <laughs> what kind of discretion do you have in that? Uh, well, I, well, I own my truck. Oh, you so. own it? Okay, sorry. I didn't, okay. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, I, mean, gotcha, yeah gotcha. I bought it like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. That makes sense. So, yeah. and you headed back home after that, I assume, since it's close to the end of the week? I'm headed to Connecticut. Okay. I've been on this GM dedicated run for a little while, and it's 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 kind of, you know, you got to get it while it's here. So, Connecticut, and then what? Back over here to Michigan, and oh. probably back over towards New York, and I'm just running back and forth. So, when are you home? I should be home sometime in November. I'm going to be home for Thanksgiving, I know that. That's a lot of driving. <laughs> it is. I, I drive about, I don't know, about 3,200 miles a week probably. Whew. Are you required to take a day off? Yes. Like a full yes, day? I am. A full day. Actually, a day, uh, actually, when I, 34 hours is what you have to be down uh, every week. Gotcha. So what do you do during the yeah. off day? I usually get a hotel. I usually make that off day Saturday, so I can get. I'll get me a hotel room and I will watch football. That makes sense. Just kill the whole yeah, day and do that. And yeah, order a pizza, get some beer, just watch football all day. Mitchell says, "Have you ever had a car fall off the trailer?" No, but my brother has. Oh my god! <laughs> it didn't come all the way off. It just uh, it it it, it kind of slid off the back. It was on the back bottom deck. God, what kind of sound does that make? Back. I was behind him, and I just saw a bunch of sparks flying. I thought one of his skids, you know, the, the ramps that you drive the cars up on, I just thought one of them had slid out. And I hollered at him on the CB. I said, look, man, you got to pull over. I think one of your skids fell out. And we got up there, and he was just dragging his Ford Expedition down the road. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> I, said, I said, good Lord, man, this is this is crazy. No doubt. That's, our- back when we, that's back when we had chains. It was when we had chain trucks. Now we have strap trucks. So it's, it's it's not as common. I mean, are CBs still the most functional way to communicate? Man, I barely turn mine on. Okay. I can't I can't listen to these clowns out here. There's a lot of chatter there. Oh yeah, they, I mean you, you you turn it on, especially if you come into a traffic jam. They're all arguing and bickering, and <laughs> they're all stupid. I mean, they, they can't. They, uh, they just it just you'll get into a fight on the CB. I mean, it's unreal. I mean, we're all out here doing the same thing. You know, just. You're supposed to be. You would figure it'd be more of a band of brothers, and it's it's, it's not. That's everybody hates everybody. Oh, I would have. I would have assumed the opposite. I would have assumed that everybody was like a, like, a, like a group. Well, kind of. It's actually kind of group per what you haul. Like most car haulers, we all get along. But I get along with everybody. I mean, everybody I meet. I, I don't. I, I, you know, I have no animosity toward anybody in this life. You know, so I, I, the last thing I want to do is get in an argument with somebody. But the um. It's it's kind of like, like all car haulers, most of us get along, and then, you know, the other groups like people who flatbed, they talk to each other. People who haul cows, they talk to each other. I I don't think anybody talks to. Can I ask a you a question? Of, uh, can you ask a question yeah, on the CB for the people who haul the cows? Can you ask them if any of them are upset about the Major League Baseball 
where the relief pitchers warm up? Are they upset that that's being called a bullpen? The, the next, the next time I, the next time I run into one, I'll, I'll ask you. Please do, and then report back to us and let us know if the cows were upset or not. We, because we, we, we're <laughs> assuming the cows would not be upset, and you know, the more I think about it, the more maybe, maybe the cows are upset, and we don't know. So, uh, if you would ask uh, someone who hauls the cows to ask the cows if they're upset about the Major League Baseball bullpen situation. So, to, like, yeah, when, I, got, I got to get on that. You said that like the car haulers all talk to each other. Are you just like is somebody out there going, "Hey, is there any of so and so out there?" I mean, how are you differentiating? How are you finding those in your area on the CB? Like, how does that work? Well, just kind of if you see them, I mean, and, and you pretty much see if somebody's got an antenna out there, and you know if they've got an antenna out there on their mirror, more than likely they've got a CB. So you can kind of talk to them, see where they're going, and I, I usually don't. I usually just talk to the guys when we're loading and unloading at you know places. If I run into them there, and uh, you know, of course, I've got the ones that I've called that I've known for years. But you just pretty much, if, you see if they got a CB, and then you just you, you, can, you can talk to them. What's uh, what's the range on those? Uh, mine gets out about two miles. Okay. Oh. And yeah. I mean, there's some that get out further than that, um, but that's that's about as far as I want it to get out because. I get two more than two miles away from you. I probably don't want to talk to you anymore anyway. What's your call sign? You got one? Handle Mine, no. It used to see when I first started. I've been driving for about eighteen years now. And when I first started, uh, I grinned a lot, so they started calling me Smiley. <laughs> uh, I I haven't gone by one in a long time. That used to be more but of a I, thing than now. There's not really as much of a thing. Period. Yeah, it's it's not much more. It's just not much of a thing. I, you know, it's that's kind of for us back in the day. I don't even think they, I don't even think they have CB handles anymore. <laughs> well, hey, Smiley, thanks for the call. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Have a good night. Bye. You and I are both fascinated by trucks. Yeah, I'm good. I can no, talk all day. I'm <laughs> totally fascinated by that life. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Did you know that Enrique Davis is an assistant for the Jets? I would have forgotten until they said that, and then I, yeah, I had recalled that he was with the some NFL team. I did not remember it being the Jets. How about that? Yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. idea. Good for him. He was always a nice kid. Hey, who's this? Hey, who do we have? This is Casey from Natchez. How are y'all? What's up, Casey? Casey, what's up? Oh, man. Just watching the show. Uh, I've got a good PETA story. Okay. Oh, please. Yeah. Okay. So a buddy of mine is a comedian, and he tells this little bit where he uh, was talking with this, this lady on a plane, apparently. She was you know, going to some rally or something and i can't remember the, but he tells it obviously way better than i do but she was worried about the convention or whatever they were going to something or protesting dolphins getting caught in the tuna net off you know sure. some um shore or something and some wherever wherever city they were in and he he called her a hypocrite and he said lady i just think you're a hypocrite and she was like well that's because you're from the south he goes no he said what about the tuna getting caught in the tuna net he said, I'm, you're not protesting that. And uh, and she was like, well, dolphins are, are like 
second or third in humans in intelligence. And he was like, well, if they are, then tell them to swim around the tuna net. (laughs) 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 So it's funny. Like he, 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 you know, he has a good little bit about it and everything, but I don't know. I always thought that was funny. Also, uh, Last week I talked to Matt Muscana, uh-huh. yeah, or Muscana, or however you say it. But yeah. I flat out asked him. I said, you know, because I always ask him. I said, so what, what do you think the LSU head coach thing or whatever? And they were talking about a couple other people or whatever, uh, the Mel Tucker and all that early. And I and I said, look, it is the NCAA an issue and the Title Nine? And this is what he said. And it was interesting. It's the first time I've heard it. Now y'all may have heard it before, but he said that he thinks it is not an issue at all for football. He said, because we did the bowl ban. And he said, we said, we did the bowl ban. And this happened in 2012. He said, but he thinks that um, the NCAA is using football as leverage to hammer the basketball program. Which was confusing. I've heard that, but I can't get anybody to explain it to me where I understand it. I'll believe Will Wade is actually punished when Will Wade is punished. Well, if if you know the, the thing about Will Wade is if if he was going to be punished, he he would already have. I mean, I don't know what they're waiting on. If they're trying to use football to set him up, I mean, why would you need anything to set him up? Well, the the rumor is, and again, I'm not saying this is the case. Before anybody yells at me, the rumor is they can't. They, obviously, they've heard the tape, but they can't find the money. And the the strong ass offer, they can't find where he, where uh, the basketball player in question got paid. They're not they're not disputing that he did get paid, but they can't find where he got paid. They can't they can't prove any exchange of funds whatsoever. Yeah, I think it's like y'all said. I mean, it just depends on what the NCAA wants to do, or even if they can do anything at this point. I mean, you know, being an Ole Miss fan, you, you go through all the stuff we went through. You know, paying a football player's dad uh, money, funneling it through a foundation, and they're saying a bowl ban when you're five and five last year, or whatever they were, in 2012 isn't going to do anything. I mean, come on. I mean, they, you know, if, if NCAA wanted to do something, they will. And I guess that's the thing. But he was, I mean, he, you know, he was pretty adamant. He said, "It's a good question." He said he's seen where it has affected other coaching searches. Like you know, he talked about Baylor with the Title Nine stuff. And he said that's the one thing is the Title Nine. So I don't I don't know. I mean you, you look at coaches like Franklin and and all these people, it's gonna be interesting to see what Woodward's gonna do or the A D or the Chancellor or whatever's gonna do, especially considering, you know, um the background of some of those people. And I mean maybe it won't matter, maybe it will, but I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh appreciate the call very much. All right, thanks guys. Y'all have a good evening. Uh, hello to Carson Adderholt. Hope you're doing well, buddy. He's trying to send us a message, so I was saying hi. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. This is what it does. It rings like in bunches, and then it stops at the end of a call. When p- people don't get through during the call, the delay kind of creates some issues. Yeah, there. I get it. I mean, if we had a, we had a screener. If there. we did. If only. Hey, who do we have? This is Killer Cam. What's Killa? up, Killer? Um, well, I just want to. I, I guess 
the, the LSU stuff bothers me because we funnel money to a children's hospital. Somehow we can't find the money. No, it's not the it's not the children's hospital. I'm referring to the basketball deal. Um, oh, okay. What's the what's so, the what's so, the kid's name? Um, they, they found the money and they, the they, guard they, the guard that just got drafted. Yeah, and I just can't think of his name right now. Because Aiden was Arizona. Who's the LSU one? Um, um, ah, crap. Yeah, oh. well, like the stuff was about Alexander. Like, yeah, it was 2012, but, I mean, they hammered us for stuff that Houston Nutt did. Yeah. I mean, some of it. Yeah, I mean, look, like, like I said, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not disputing it. I'm not arguing that it's BS. I, obviously, I think it is. I'm just telling you what I hear. And then, and then the Title IX stuff, too. They just get away with that, too. I mean, that's Darius Geis. He's the star player. Yeah. Like man, that's a bad deal. That's where the but, uh, that's where the NCAA in the past has not had. Um, yeah, Javante Smart. Javante Smart. Yeah, the NCAA yeah. really hasn't had jurisdiction over Title IX stuff. It's 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 they've been unable to to enforce it. Yeah. Um. Well, I just got one one more question. Um. Jamon Gordon. Yeah. Seems like the more he's played, the better the defense played. I think so both. He, I guess he's he and Iton have both gotten more comfortable as the season has gone on, for sure. They're having the they're having the year that you expect from JUCO guys. They it takes the yep. it takes them half a year. Everybody does the deal at the beginning of the season where they go they're a bust, and it's like nope, they're just JUCO, and it takes yep. a minute. And then next year, and, next year they'll both probably be really good. Yep. Yeah. I just pulled well, up, this, and I just pulled up uh, Gordon's things. He actually played the most against Arkansas. He played twenty four snaps against Arkansas, uh, fourteen and eleven the last two weeks. What has Iton played? Yeah, I'm going back to that now. Well, I I graduated with Jamon's stepbrother. I've known Jamon for a long time, probably since I was about ten years old. So I know he's a he's an absolute freak show. In chronological so. order, Iton snap counts 21, 22, 9, 33, 16, 20, 35. Okay. So fairly yeah. consistent, but, a little higher. And and this is just one thing to think about. Everybody else played Juco ball in Mississippi last year. There was only one team that didn't, East Mississippi. So he ain't played in two years. Oh, yeah. Well, it shows sometimes. Sure. And, you know, yep. and, and there's, yep. a, there's just a Juco adjustment period that typically takes a year. Um, do you think they get away from the JUCOs? Uh, I mean, Quay Davis hasn't really panned down. Yeah, I do. I do. Kiffin, I, I, Kiffin goes after the JUCOs. I do. I, I think. I think most programs get away from it now. The transfer portal is going to kill JUCOs at the, yep. at, the at the Power yep. Five level. Yep. I mean, I mean, uh, listen. Because you no longer have to go down and do the whole. Well, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to give you an example, and I'm, I can't use the kid's name, and I'm trying to decide whether to write the kid's name for tomorrow because I absolutely know it, but he's not in the portal. Everyone's tampering. Okay, Ole Miss is tampering, yep. and, and Ole Miss's roster is being tampered with, and that that applies across the board. Pick your team: Oklahoma, Oregon, Ohio State. I'm just picking O's right now. Everyone's being yep. tampered with, and everyone's tampering. But yep. like I, I know of a player that I think the deal for him to transfer to Ole Miss is basically done. Uh, there's a couple of last things that couple people have to kind of sign off on it for lack of a better word but it's basically done here at the end of october i expect he'll be there in january 
how many of those kinds of deals are done all over the country. That's not the only one. And so the answer is, do you want a guy who played at a Power 5 school this season and is disgruntled, or do you want a guy that's at the JUCO level who you've got to get him in and find out, hey, can I get him to understand you have to play every play? Can I get him into into Power 5 shape? All of those things, it's kind of a no-brainer. And so I think the JUCO guys are going to end up at the middle Tennessees and southern misses of the world. Well, honestly, I coach at a at a small NAI school, and they're not even looking at them. I mean, there's players falling through the cracks. That's where all those JUCOs go. Oh well, I mean, down to the even the lower level. Yeah, well, look at Ole Miss's roster. For Ole Miss to bring in kids, they're going to have to create room. The roster's packed right now. Um, yep. And so some of the guys that are going to into the, get into the transfer portal at Ole Miss and programs like Ole Miss, I mean, again, pick your pick 10 schools by random and just list them. There will be kids from those schools that aren't going to find a home, and they're going to end yep. up falling down to levels that nobody thought they would. That is that is the truth. So, but, um, I enjoy the show. I'm always in the chat. So I don't. I don't usually get to call in after the post to the post game show because we're usually playing. So, but it was good to talk to y'all. Thanks, Killer. Appreciate you. All right. Yep. Hackers driving it in. Yeah, I saw that. All right, his elbow caused the fumble. I think he recovered it anyway, but. Um. Yeah, here we go. Is that you, Bubba? Hey, boys. How y'all doing? I thought that was you. How are you? It's Claude from Walnut. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, just got a couple questions for y'all. Two things I've been thinking about. One is uh, Springer. Does he have another year? Or is he done after this year? I don't know if y'all know or not. Uh, and, uh, I thought he has another year, but I I'm can looking look, right I'll now. I'll look him up, I got too. It. You got it? Okay. And, I uh, think he's got another thing, year. Same thing with Campbell. I know both, one was from Maryland, one was from the Naval Academy. Chance has another and, uh, year if he wants it. Okay. Well, I don't see that. He, he's one pro, man. Springer is done. Springer's done. Yeah. Okay. Springer appeared right. in 30 career games over the course of his seasons, which would have to be a three years because otherwise you couldn't do that. And since he sat out last year, that doesn't count as a year. And then he got 21. He didn't play in 20 oh. to be able to get 20 back. Gotcha. So he is playing in 21 for his fourth year of eligibility. He is very similar to Mark Robinson, who played in 7, 18, 19, skipped 20 so he doesn't get the year, and then played in 21. So Springer and Alrighty. Robinson both, in, both both done at the end of the year. All righty. Well, uh, another question I don't hear y'all. What do you think uh, they're going to have to pay Lane after this year? I mean, he's got to get a huge raise, I would think. He's up around five and a half to six right now. I forget what the exact base is, but five and a half-ish, depending on the year of this, this deal. I mean – I'm going to guess that Lane Kiffin's making $7 million next year. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We'll call you boys after the Auburn game. It's, it's Daddy's birthday on Sunday. He's born on Halloween. Oh. And, uh, what's the what, what's the birthday yep. meal? 
Well, we got him a drone. He worked for TVA for about forty years, uh-huh. and uh, and um, he he really likes drones. Like you can fly, you know, up on your phone. This is his fourth one, so that's what we're getting him. I'm a, I'm a big just, fan of drones like, too. The, the Chicago Cubs won a World Series in large part because of a drone. Did you know that? Really, Tre- Trevor oh, Trevor oh. Bauer cut his hand open on a oh, on a yeah, uh, yeah, on yeah. a drone before the World Series, and I think it probably cost the Indians a championship. And I'll take it. That's Absolutely, okay. sure. Well, da- Daddy's in his eighties, and he just—it's crazy. He likes and he likes to tinker. He just gets bored. So I told him he's not going to be watching Tennessee football, but they they play good against Alabama for a quarter. They just don't have the depth. I told him. Yeah, no, he agrees. They played well for a while. Yep. All right, Bubba. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. we. You, all right, y'all have a good evening. All right. Oh, you too. but yeah. One one thing, Neil. The, yeah. Uh, I haven't thought about the dog name, but uh, Chase is doing well. The 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 puppy. Yeah. Just still chewing, but. I'm thinking about maybe Petty, named after Richard Petty. Oh, that'd be a good okay. name. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I'll talk to you all later. All right. Bye-bye. Matt. He's calling the king. Mm-hmm. Hey, who do we have? Uh, Anthony. Hey, Missouri. Anthony. Hey, Anthony. What's up? Uh, not much. Um, I was watching the post-game show Saturday, and y'all said something about the Wine and Whiskey podcast. So I uh, watched it Sunday on my day off. And they were basically talking about that Lane Kiffin was already house hunting in uh, Baton Rouge, is the way <laughs> they were putting it. Yeah. Um, but uh, the funny thing is, yeah, um, that quarterback Brennan down there that ain't playing this year, he'd be a good quarterback to look at because he's a he's a gunslinger because he played for Mississippi. Yeah, I mean he's one of a, a bunch of guys that are going to be. I hadn't heard his name at around, all. but I haven't. I haven't heard his name. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of guys, man. Um, that's not one of the two or three names that I hear, though. I, if you told yeah, me to I, put I, who it is, I would want two guesses, and I'd feel pretty damn good if I got to win. If either one of those are right, I'd want to know one thing about the coaching carousel. Well, I, I'm assuming Lane is here. Oh, no, no, no. I, I meant offensive coordinators. My guess would change if it weren't Levy. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Appreciate the show, guys. Uh, I'll uh, watch y'all Saturday night after hopefully a win. I hope. Yeah, it should be should be a hell of a football game. Uh, we're, it would it'd be better for our show certainly if they win. That's a, that's a that's a guarantee. All right. Thanks for the call, Anthony. Appreciate you. And that's not meant to be cryptic. I just my my guess would change if Levy leaves. And if Levy leaves, I think it's to be I think it's to be a head coach. Someplace. Yeah, I do too. I don't. I thought last year was the year if it was just going to be an OC move. Yeah, I think so. Because I mean, he was close to Auburn. The only place that I could see him going as an offensive coordinator right now would be if O'Brien left and he got the Alabama OC job. That's it. How come he gets a dog named Chase? I don't get a dog named Neil. I mean, was that he likes you? Going to Petty next. I mean, I mean, just skips right past Neil and goes straight to Petty. I mean, I could be petty about it. Could be petty about it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, why not? 
What did I do wrong? Nothing that I'm aware of. That's what, kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, Levy was almost at Auburn Grand. He almost happened. No, it's not the UCF quarterback. I wasn't thinking about that. I mean, I don't. It's just there's still some time left. I mean, there could be some other disgruntled dude at some point that does I something. Mean, it could be even a guy that's not disgruntled. It could be a guy that just decides he wants to go someplace different. That's fair. I mean, well, I mean, a lot of quarterbacks can go, oh, wow, look what Corral did. Okay. Well, here's the thing. There's going to be a lot of people that get in the portal that don't actually get in the portal. Does that make sense? Guys that, guys that explore the portal through channels without actually getting in the portal that don't get in the portal until they know exactly where they're going. That's happening right now all over the place. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Steve in Sicily Island. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, quick question. I know uh, y'all are big on the Arch Manning recruiting. Uh, have y'all seen the YouTube channel that does the weekly updates where they bring in a body language expert to uh, <laughs> tell you where he's going? No, I've not seen this. Fill me in. It was on It was on the recommended channel underneath y'all's. Okay. And so what are they yeah, saying? That's not the creepiest thing. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, I was just wondering if y'all would watch that. I mean, that, that's got to be the creepiest thing. You, you spend all day watching a 16-year-old kid at a game. Uh, that's It's quite creepy. I'm I'm curious, though, yeah. I'm, at this point, what are, what are they saying his body language is, is giving away? Uh, he's going to Georgia. Th- that, that's their uh, tale from his uh, uh, time at Georgia. Well, he apparently had a really good time there. Yeah, there there are certainly people who believe that's where he's going. There's a lot of them. Um, for sure. I'm looking this All up. Right who, uh, who, do you have any any idea what it was titled or an author or anything? I don't. I don't. It was just one of those random things that popped up underneath the YouTube channel. Okay. Fair enough. All right. All right. All right thanks. Enjoy the show. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, bye. I wouldn't want to put a lot of money on a 16-year-old's body language. That would not be how I want it. There are a lot of variables there. (laughs) I'd be a little nervous about that. Is is he only 16 right now? Depending on birthday. I mean. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, Ole Miss does not have a lot of spots, CJ. That's one thing that is a huge topic as this thing moves forward is their their need to clear to clear spots. Big thanks to Gulf Coast Reb. He says Neil saying Rattler or AR fifteen to Ole Miss. Uh, he's joking. Who's AR fifteen? Help me. Oh, Richardson. Anderson, Richardson. Richardson. Yeah, boy. He had a clue there with Lane. I think he'd jump on Richardson if he were available. Lane tried. If Lane could get Richardson or Rattler, which one do you think he'd take? Richardson. You think so? I don't know. I kind of wonder. Was he trolling or was he being serious retweeting him? Both. I'm trolling, but. I'm trolling, but in the event that you want this hey, to be serious. Hey, just be aware that yeah, we're. I'm, I'm aware of you. It's like the joking. Yeah. Like talking to the girl. I'm and, sure Dan Mullen loved it. I, Had to piss him <laughs> off. <laughs> you think somebody had to like walk in and tell him? 
Okay, yeah. just heads up. Just man. so you know, Kiffin's retweeting the quarterback. <laughs> just randomly <laughs> on a Sunday morning. I got to tell you, I laughed out loud when I saw it. I just was amused. It was like two or three of them. Yeah, it was like, just randomly. And he's still following him. Is he? Yeah, because one of the ways I've figured out who I need to follow on Twitter is I just went to Lane's Twitter and started following people he was following. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be a genius to do this. Ole Miss just scored 2-1 to one in the 30... That's right, in college they do the clock backward. Yeah, we go down in college. So there's 39 minutes to go. So we're in like the 51st minute. Yeah. Almost wearing their uh, powder blue tops, navy bottoms. Let's see the goal. Oh, that's a really good ball through. And a hell of a shot. Ooh, yeah. That uh, that through ball was terrific. I don't know who did that, but whoever did that is going to get praised in the film session. Oh, that set her up on the run? Oh, yeah. Big time. Maybe they'll show it again. Missouri's had a big soccer week. They knocked off Ole Miss, and now they went into College Station and won one to nothing. Oh, did they? Yeah. What kind of crowd states gets? Probably not much on a rainy night, but. No. You don't see the powder and the navy together very no. often. Kind of looks like a Grizzlies uniform, but I don't. I don't mind it. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's a good look. They have that many soccer numbers retired. State. Yeah, look at all the numbers on the bottom. Is that what that was? I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. I've never known them to be very good. that call it was um out of Ole Miss it's a, it's a Ole Miss hit it last yeah so it's a goal kick sounds good oh the level of soccer's increased dramatically I mean you watch this and you can tell this is this is really good soccer it's I was talking to uh, Matt Mott about this the other day out at Oxford High School and I'd asked about it in the um, in the press conference, and he and I were talking more about it. The not just his program, but really all of the programs. How much the SEC network and all the exposure has meant n- now for years. Well, it was a turnover, and yeah, that was a mistake that they were escaped from. Someone wants to know our thoughts about second season of Ted Lasso. Have you seen it? Um, did you finish it? Yeah. <sighs> I don't – a down from the first for sure. Yeah, what did you think of the journalism portion of the end of the second season? I mean, giving away the source never happened. Like, that that literally would never happen. With somebody who supposedly took it so seriously. Yes. He That's would, the problem is you've got Trent Cramp. We're spoiling potentially. but Yeah, we're spoiling here. So if, if you give it a minute if you haven't seen yeah. and you're upset. Five, four, three, two, 
one. We're going to spoil it if you don't turn it down. One minute. Because Krim was seen as this huge journalist, I mean, Big J, whatever. There's no way in hell ever. Just because they shared the one night and had some sentimental stuff and no. ate the hot food, there's no way that would have turned into No, he, he would no, no. He might have given him the heads up that, hey, this story's coming out. I want you to know it's coming out. And I wrote it because I felt I had to write it. But I don't think he would have then turned around and said, and here's who told me. No way. No and, I, way. and I don't think that that would have necessarily been a fireable offense either. Not for him especially. No. Right. There would have been a leeway there. I mean, it would have been some sort of reprimand, some sort of something. But Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't think there was a real antagonist during the season. I thought everybody was just kind of good the whole season. It was... It was feel good. It was good. I had no real issue. I thought maybe some of the couple of best episodes were in this season. But from an overall season arc, I thought it took a fairly significant step down. By the second part of, the, of it, I was convinced they were setting up a third and final season. And they appear to be working. And that's what I thought, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, who do we have? Hey, guys. This is uh, Mark from D.C. Hey, Mark. I got two, que- two questions for you guys. Uh, one about the game on um, Saturday and one for Chase about the World Series. Okay. So, first question about the game. Uh, y'all heard any more about uh, – I missed the first part of the show, so y'all may have already hit this already. But um, other than Ben Brown and um, um, Brandon Sanders, are there any other guys that have been rumored to be out? And I've also heard that uh, – and it's clearly rumored that Smoke Monday is one of the guys for Auburn that could be suspended. I've heard that about Monday. I don't believe it to be true. Um, as for um, – As, Ole Miss desperately needs Caleb Warren to be as healthy as possible on Saturday. Yeah, they need Warren to play. Um, the rumor is that Sanders is going to give it a go. I don't know whether that's true or not. I, I buy it more than I do the the Mingo rumor that I don't buy at all. Um, yeah, the Mingo rumor. I heard that he might play this week, and I just don't see that either. No, I don't. I don't believe that at all. The the what I believe to be true on Auburn is that there are two suspended players. Both are backups who play significant snaps. So basically a depth basis. Yes. Yeah. Two guys that place the combined to play about 40 snaps a game. So basically they're, if they don't trust the third string guys, their stars are going to end up having to play the whole game and third, fourth quarter are going to get tired. Basically, yeah, that is a potential complication. Sure. Or you're moving guys around who aren't used to the spot. There was a rumor early in the week that it was smoke Monday and I, I if, if so, that would be a big loss for all. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe that to be true. I could be wrong, but I don't. I don't believe it to be true based on who I've talked to. Gotcha. So, second question, uh, World Series related. So, I guess with Atlanta being, um, and I'm kind of a quasi Atlanta fan. I mean, I keep up with it. Kind of, I guess, kind of like what Chase does. I mean, I grew up watching in, in the '90s, mid '90s, early 2000s, and kind of got out of it. But I mean, obviously, winning the World Series for Atlanta would be a He'd slap in the face to the MLB commissioner and the MLB as a whole, which I think would be hilarious. But I, I guess, what do y'all, what do, Chase, what do you think, and Neil, too, the chances that Atlanta can, I guess, what would they need, two out of three in Atlanta and possibly, and then, I mean, if they get two out of three, they'd be up three to one and then have, just have to win one game in, in Houston. But I know that's a tall task with losing losing Morton. And, I mean, Houston's been here, Atlanta hasn't. So I guess what are y'all's thoughts on it? 
I mean, obviously, yeah, they definitely have to get two or three in Atlanta to have any chance. I don't see them back ending winning six and seven in in, in Houston. But I, the optimistic Pollyanna one is they just needed to go one and one. That's what you want to do on the road to start the series. You don't want to go into a hole. Then you go home and try to get ahead. But considering Morton's injury and freed on the mound yesterday, I thought they had to win game two to win the series. I thought that yesterday was the, the, the swing game for me because if you can get Max to win that game, go up 2-0, then you've got a lot of chances to get things done. But otherwise, as Neil said the other day, you're going to run into that game five when Morton's not out there. you got another bullpen game. I mean, look, anybody can win. But I, it, to me, it felt like the, the, the swing was, was game two in Houston. Yeah, I mean, Free Free got shelled early, but he looked pretty good um, third, fourth, and fifth innings that he that he pitched. And I mean, the bullpen looked great in in, in game one. Game one once Morton got hurt. I mean, like you said, I mean, you, you never know. That's why they play the game. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, look. Oh, that ball hit his finger. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta being in this position to begin with, where it's just at this point, you know, three out of five. I mean, you take it all day, and any any team can beat anybody three out of five, but. The offense is going to have to really get going, or they're going to have to win a bullpen game. I just, I just thought Freed had had to win game two. Although I've seen a team come back on the road and back into series, you have. game six and seven after losing games three and four at home. Yeah, saw it happen. Yeah. Well, anyway, you guys have a good night. I enjoy the show. Right, Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. I was so upset after game four that I barely watched game five. Could could not make myself watch it. Really? Yeah, I turned it on. It was like one to one in the fifth inning, and I was like, I just. Uh, and then Bryant hit the home run, and I, okay, I'm gonna give it a chance. And thank God for Araldis Chapman. Game six is the game where you're like, ah, hell, it still is just kind of like. Yeah, and then uh, Addison Russell hit the grand slam, and from that point forward, I was a nervous wreck. Okay. The Oxford Exxon podcast is also brought to you by Blue Delta Jeans. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best-fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom-fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at BlueDeltaJeans.com. All you have to do is go to the site, go to the virtual tailor. You'll be fitted and uh, measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple of minutes. You'll uh, absolutely love them. The best pair of jeans that I've ever worn. You'll feel the same way, too. Go to BlueDeltaJeans.com. Use the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout for 10% off your purchase. You can also use that Rebel Grove code in the Oxford studio. We're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for more than 70 years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com. Call them at 662-234-2777. Listen, the cool weather's coming in. Uh, you see it. If you're watching on the live stream, you uh, you can see the ads up for Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Let me tell you, you want to make sure as the cool weather arrives that you're ready for it. Have them come out. If you live in the Oxford, Tupelo, Hernando, Memphis, that area, have them come out. And uh, make sure your heating system is ready to go when you fire it up. Uh, all that can be done just by getting in touch with them. Call Comer at 662-801-1777. Call Southern if you live in Memphis, uh, Hernando, Olive Branch, that area, 662-429-4429. They will come out. Make sure your heating system is ready 
so that you're ready to go when the cool weather arrives and you wake up and you want to take that chill out of your house without having a problem. Uh, we also are brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. GrenadaNissanUSA.com. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated is the guy to go to if you're trying to create um, a special trip that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Just get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and then let him give you options for your travel and know you you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. We're also brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford, Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you need to get in touch with Service Specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, reach out to them. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Mississippi's a small state. Service Specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. They also always know about uh, prospective uh, employees that really don't want their uh, search to be public. They don't want their current employer employer to know that they're possibly looking to relocate to Mississippi. So whether you're one of those people or whether you're a prospective employer, reach out to Service Specialist at 662-832-5138 or go to servicespecialist.com. LTD.com. Alpha Specialties is located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They are your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail. They've got Hallmark Cargo Trailers. They uh, also can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. They've got spare tires and wheels starting at just $100, a full selection of trailer parts and accessories, Hitches, winches, straps, and more. They also do all types of truck accessories. Listeners can get 10% off a yearly trailer service and inspection at Alpha's full service shop, and they can also repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more. Give them a call at 601-932-9798 or check them out at alphaofms.com. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. 30 minutes left now on the uh, soccer thing. Does this game have a, have a name? Uh, Matt called it something. Did he call it the Egg Bowl? I wouldn't think so. They play Memphis in the Derby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Drews. If it if 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 an SEC officiating crew is covering tonight's NFL game, they're not going to overrule the the play. It's not going to be. It's not going to be Packers ball. 
Because even though you see the hand go, I mean. Uh, it's the Magnolia Cup. Magnolia Cup. I knew it had a name. Yeah, the Magnolia Cup. State just scored to tie it with 29 to go. Ole Miss is 11-3-3, and 6-2-1 in the SEC, and State is 4-8-3, and 2-6-1 in the SEC. They scored? Yeah, State scored. Are they going to put it up there? Well, I don't know who's doing the CG, but... There we go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. That was nifty. Yeah, it was a hell of a shot. I don't know how somebody gets that open in the box right there, though. That's just a defensive lapse. People are yelling at people right now, for sure. Think so? Yeah. That did not go how it was supposed to go. Well, when that happens in a high school game, there's there's a lot of blame being so distributed. So it's this level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot of blame being distributed. <laughs> a lot of pointing. No, no, no. Yeah, no. A lot of where were you? What are you doing? Yeah. I definitely hit his finger. All right, have you watched? Uh, have you caught up on? Um, I'm one. Monica back. Lewinsky. No, I'm one. Okay. Back. It, I'm telling you, it's. I caught up last night. It was interesting. Is it? Yeah, you're back in. Yeah, uh, the one last night was good. It was. It was a side of it that you. Now I'd love to know how they know all of that, but it was a side of it that I've always wondered how that went down. What is this episode? It's the one where Clinton has to tell Hillary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That hey, we've always heard that I've been lying to you. When I told you it was nothing, it was really something. Yeah, and I don't really feel like this is spoiler alert. This actually happened in American yeah, no, history. No, no, way no, back. no, no. So, none, none of this is spoiler in yeah, this. Bill Clinton had an affair with Monica Lewinsky. There, breaking news. Yeah. The whole thing about how he skated around the terminology. Of what, it's what the definition of is. Of, is. Yeah, what sexual relations is? Because his argument was, if he doesn't, if he's not the one doing it, it doesn't count. His argument, it was, he was passive. It was done to him. His argument was, if he wasn't doing, which means something, he did not commit sexual relations. Right, she did. Yeah, feels a little flimsy. <laughs> well, and the attorney, <laughs> just, just the feel. attorney's asking, but, but, but what happened was. Because that was the language that was used in the Paula Jones case, they used uh, Clinton used it yeah. to protect himself. Right. I told you. Oh, they did. They did. They did. Re- they got it right. How about that? They gave the ball to Green Bay. That's what would have happened had they gotten it right in the Ole Miss Auburn game last year. It would have been a touchdown for for Ole Miss. Would it have been a touchdown, or would it have been? I thought it had been down wherever that was. Down where he was. It was yeah. down like around the inside the five, I think. Six six two two five nine zero nine nine one. If anybody wants to call us, you think people are nervous about this game? A hundred percent. Do you? Yeah. I think that's some of the reasons it's a little slow tonight. I think there's a just a unease. (laughs) 
Grind still trying to defend that it wasn't a fumble a year later. <laughs> it was the right call against Arkansas last year too, right, Grind? Yeah. It's amazing all the non-fumbles, non-fumble fumbles. Uh, David, no. I I take in less national news today than I ever have. I, I will too. look at some newspapers in the morning. I'll go online to two or three different places. I'll see if like something burned down figuratively. But beyond that, I've never been more just, hey, I'm just going to kind of handle my own business in my own lane, and I can't control any other crap anyway, so I'm going to avoid it. Uh, and that's, that is that is currently serving me as well as anything. So I don't turn the TV on uh, during the I day. I hardly ever have I don't, TV I don't on. turn it on. I, I read the Wall Street Journal. Uh, I will glance through Twitter at a few things. But for the most part, I don't, uh, I don't look at it. Grind said, I've seen nothing but right calls from the SEC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I do hope Saturday in either direction doesn't end on some stupid call. Well, I do too. I mean, well, Miss has held possession, but just been unable to really kind of get any kind of thing going near the goal soccer can be a frustrating game where you can dominate 70 of 90 minutes and lose two to one yeah the the mental part of of the game is really underrated you have to you have to stay locked in on that when your team is controlling possession and you're on defense you can just kind of have a lapse and then there's a change there's a turnover a quick change and bang Look at you getting into soccer. I'm impressed. I have no idea what's going on. I mean, none. So State will get a corner. They will? Yeah, they get a corner kick here. When you're on defense, corner kicks make you nervous because someone can slip through. Things can happen. Well, someone doesn't mark a player or loses their mark. A little confusion, some kind of a weave or something, and – Somebody loses somebody and they get a free header. I found I find Saki difficult to watch, and so I don't. And I realize she's just doing her job. They've had a rough year. Uh, no, I was not at the Obamanu game. That was my first year off the beat. And they did not send me to that game. I covered, uh, I actually had that Saturday off. I had Saints the next day, if I recall correctly. I went to. um, Obamano was third down, right? mm -hmm. Yeah. I went to a Thursday night game, and then I had Saturday off. And I can't remember who played the Thursday night game. But I went to a Thursday night game, and then I had that game off. (laughs) <laughs> Here's how I remember that. Um, Laura's parents wanted everyone to come to Callaway Gardens. What's that? Someplace in Georgia. Okay. <clears throat> and that would mean that I lost my weekend at home, and I'd have to leave Callaway Gardens and just drive to Auburn 
No, I had to go somewhere. I was going to have to leave Callaway Gardens. I was going to have to get to the Saints game. I can't remember. And I just put my foot down finally. I was like, I'm not going. Snow. I'm not going. It's my weekend. I don't have many weekends. Pine Mountain, Georgia. I don't, I don't have many weekends, and I'm just not going. And that did not go over well. It was not a great situation. Nope. But I didn't go. It's close to Auburn. Yeah. An hour. Yeah. But I wasn't covering the games. There was no reason for me to go all the way up there. I didn't want to. I was home. Yeah, I don't remember the fourth down play. Uh, I don't remember either. Was it, it was Obamanu and Aroma Shadu? Yeah. Yeah. Devin Aroma Shadu and yeah. Ben Obamanu. Yeah. That's what I thought. It was a beat writer nightmare until you mastered getting those names down. Just trying to spell them correctly. Ben went on to play in the NFL for a while. He was yeah. a really good player. That was a really talented roster in 03. Because in 04, they went undefeated. 03, they went like 9-3 and three or something? Yeah. Yeah, they lost. I think they won the Iron Bowl. Because the paper sent me to Oxford for Ole Miss LSU, and the radio station lost its mind that I wasn't at the Iron Bowl for the day before. They were not happy. <laughs> uh, those actually no, hold on. They went eight and five, five and three. It's when they got beat by USC twenty three to nothing. Because they lost to Georgia the week after losing to Ole Miss, correct? Yes. Got popped in Athens? Yeah, so they got beat by number eight at USC, 23 to nothing to start the year in Auburn. I covered that game. They got beat by Georgia Tech in Atlanta, 17-3. to Okay. So they were 0-2. Yeah. Then they rolled off five wins in a row, including two wins over top ten teams. They beat Tennessee and Arkansas, who were both top ten at the time, back-to-back. They beat Mississippi State up pretty good. Shows you how far things have come. Auburn, Mississippi State was on pay-per-view in 2003. Really? Yes. That game was not on television. Uh, they got beat by LSU 31-7 to in 03. Okay. So that LSU National Championship team rolled them pretty good. They beat La Monroe 73-7 to and then lost to Georgia and Ole Miss back-to-back. Georgia beat them up 26-7. to yeah, I was in Athens for that game. Georgia's that. the team that was really good that year that, frankly, was is the one that cost Ole Miss because they missed all those field goals or whatever. Georgia had a terrible day kicking. Against LSU. Yeah, was it a yeah. Butler? Because they lost to Florida, right? And then Georgia's yeah. the one that blew the game. Yeah, I covered the LSU-Florida game when Florida won. That wasn't a dominant LSU team. In fact, they, offensively, they were p- pretty pedestrian. Yeah, Matt – Matt Mock. Yeah. Yeah. They they didn't have a lot. Justin Vincent. Yeah. And they, they were really, really good on defense. Uh, Lavalet. Yeah. Uh, Vincent, the defensive back. Um, and then Auburn beat Alabama 28-23 in Auburn and then beat Wisconsin in the uh, Music City Bowl to close the year. Yeah, I covered the Music City Bowl. 10-7 Packers over the Cardinals right now. 4.37 to go in the second quarter. What does Corral have to do statistically 
If I told you Ole Miss won, what does Corral have to do statistically to get momentum back in the Heisman race? Is it three TDs passing? I feel like it has to be three and at least 300. Yeah, he's got to put passing numbers up. He needs three-something and three. And if it's not three, it has to be four total. It's a tall order. Oh, it's a huge order. I did a show. I did an Auburn. I told you about this this morning. I did an Auburn show last night, and they asked me how many yards Ole Miss has to put up to win. And I, I said close to 500. Yeah, the yard thing I hate. But, yeah, that's yeah. that's probably fair. I felt like they were waiting to ridicule me on that one. But I was like, I don't really know. I mean, how does it look? Do you get short fields, long fields? I was an Alabama fan when I was a kid. I grew up an Alabama fan. Coastal only up on Troy 21 to 14 right now. Yeah. It's like confessional in the uh in the stream. In the stream, yeah, people are confessing about games that upset them. Yeah. Hey, who do we have? Yo, it's Grind. Hey, Grind, what's up, man? What's up, man? Just, just like I, you know, another Thursday enjoying the show. A little nervous, like everybody else is for Saturday. Why are you nervous? Cause, man, I guess players want to do stupid stuff during the bye week, and and because, man, like Ole Miss, like if Ole Miss is clicking, they have the capability to hit us, you know, where we weak at, where we the weakest at, and so. Yeah, it, it, I mean, if if Ole I mean, Miss wins this game in week two, what you hold on? What you about to say now? I said if Ole, sorry, no, my my fault. If, if Ole Miss wins this game, what does it look like? What kind mm-hmm. of game? It kind of looks like the Penn State game, but a little more points. You know, Auburn receivers are dropping balls a little bit. They're not playing how they how they did against Arkansas. And I mean, you know, I. Or, you know, in, in week two, week three, I saw Sean Clifford go 28 to 32 against Auburn. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, they can't be sliced up. And so, it kind of looks like that Corral's being real accurate. They've got some plays going down the field. Ole Miss hits over 100 and – Ole Miss hits over 175 rushing for sure. And Corral, Corral is hovering close to about 300 yards passing, if not over it. The Auburn game that throws me off, Auburn has two games that throw me off. One was, I know they beat LSU, but it never felt to me like they were controlling that game. Mm-hmm. And then Auburn played such a good game offensively against Arkansas that I, I, I don't have a read on them. Both of those games. Now, now, I was at the LSU game. You know, I watched you know the whole Arkansas game. With the LSU game, it was – now, LSU, Auburn played a different LSU than Ole Miss played. Like, LSU was still, as a team, I was at that time doing the season. And so, what basically ended up happening is, you know, Bo did what he, you know, what he usually does, but as the game went on, LSU coaches got out coached by the Auburn coaches. And that was the same, and the same thing with, like, I, I knew Auburn was going to be Arkansas. No offense to Arkansas or anything, but, you know, people was – you know, downplaying, you know, Auburn's chances in that game or, you know, saying Arkansas was his team and yada, yada, this. I felt, I kind of felt like Auburn had an advantage in that game. And also, one thing that's helped Auburn out is that Auburn got to play Arkansas after they played Texas A&M, uh, 
Georgia and Ole Miss. And, you know, they're catching Ole Miss after they played Alabama, uh, Arkansas, Tennessee, and LSU. And so, as a, you know, as a scheduling, you know, as scheduling falls, that's one thing that's helped Auburn out so far this season. Yeah, what's interesting is um, Harson commented that he kind of wished they they'd played last week because they had some offensive continuity going for the first time. I think he's a little concerned about rust. I know, man. That's, and I mean, I kind of would be too. Like, I w- I really want to see a replica of the game plan against Arkansas more so the game plans earlier in the year. What we tried, well, you know, in the Arkansas game, we we hit four different tight ends, and I mean. You know those guys were making plays. Like if a guy, if if Land, if if Ole Miss hears Landon King's name a lot on Saturday, then Auburn's rolling on offense. If if you hear Landon King and and Shanker making plays and Tyler Fromm, those are the main you know main tight end guys. Then that means Auburn's offense is kind of rolling. Because I mean, like I you know like I put in the chat, the thing that's like you know people say, hey, you got to make Bo Nix beat you and everything. And now I do know that this Ole Miss defense is better, but in the two games versus Ole Miss. Bo Nix has gone 33 of 40 for 340 yards in 2019. And last year he went 23 of 30 for 238. So, you know, he's shown that, you know, he can be efficient. And, you know, I'm not 100% sure what though. I know the leading rusher for Auburn in the 2019 game was DJ Williams. And he didn't didn't have 100 yards rushing in that game. You do know that. I'm not too sure about last year's game. You do know in 2019, Chase walked out on the practice field barefoot and threw for 378 against that Ole Miss defense. So <laughs> there wasn't a, there wasn't a lot to that. Now 2020, maybe we can talk about that. But well, I mean, yeah, 19, now, now, yeah, good I, yeah, I mean, that. I mean, Chase Chase was drunk and barefoot, and he threw for 378. It was it was ugly. <laughs> I understand that, man. But man, I. I think it's gonna be a good game. It's just this goddamn wedding, man. God dog, bro. And people and like, man, <clears throat> it seems like people kind of ain't you know throwing shade at me because I'm like, bro, y'all. Like the closer we get to the wedding, the closer we get to game day, I'm like, man, this was kind of dirty. This was kind of dirty, bro. Do you need? Y'all was kind of. Do you need these people as your friends? I mean, what what would happen if you lost your friends? Listen, because I'll be honest, during this pandemic, I've kind of lost some friends, and at first it kind of bothered me, and now it's kind of like less less baggage. <laughs> Man, I mean, we we just real like we real. And the thing about the thing that the thing that makes it worse is that not all the groomsmen are with me. It's only like two or three other groomsmen that's with me out of all of them. And so, because I was like, man, I could have understand. I would have understood way more if y'all would have scheduled a wedding on the week where Bama and Auburn are both playing. But it's the fact that y'all scheduled it when Bama was off. Because you know, I, I was like, bro, you know, Auburn and Ole Miss a big game, and he was like, man. Who who could have knew? You know who would have thought that Auburn and Ole Miss was going to be a big game before the season started? And I was like, really? I you know I was like, really? The arrogance of, of a Bama fan. That's what they are. So They're- so what's the what, what time is the wedding? So we have to be there. At, she's making she's making the bridesmaids be there at six. The groomsmen have to be there at ten thirty. The wedding starts at four, and the itinerary says that the. Uh, Married couple is being sent off at seven. So you're only going to miss a quarter. Well, and it's a quarter of during the reception. No, and and but but also, man, like, and I hate to say this, but my people, bro, it's a black people wedding, man. We go longer. Like, have y'all ever been to black people church? <laughs> so how long is the wedding going to last? <laughs> That's the thing, man. Like the itinerary, the, I think the itinerary is just there. 
Like it's just yeah, this is what we. But like, what time are you walking out of the chapel? Like the wedding's at four. What time do you feel like you can realistically pull a phone out and watch whatever football is on? And see, I don't, I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they're gonna want people on phones like doing them, doing like the, okay. the yeah. like the daughter but, father dance and all but, that stuff. Yeah, but I don't so they're gonna want people on phones and everything. So you're you're worried this is gonna go long? I mean, define go long. Like, like, like I like it can end up being like I it can end up being like halftime. Well, I mean, what, what, how do you okay? But how do you let a wet? How does a wedding go that long? There's only so many things you can do at the wedding. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Do you have like a full sermon? I'm pretty much. I mean, pretty okay. much. All right. Well, can't y'all pay that's, off the? Can you pay off the minister to just say a couple of words and be done? <laughs> I mean, he likes football too. I don't. I I, I cannot imagine a four hour wedding. I I don't. How in the. I don't. I don't I no, can't. it's not. It's, I don't think. I don't think. Like I'm thinking. Like every, like everything that the wedding encompasses, like their dances. Yeah, and, yeah. And all this other stuff, and like, because they, because they're not gonna want. They don't want you know, any, you know, any of the groomsmen or bridesmen, anybody that's a part of the wedding, to leave until you know they've yeah, been sent I, off. I mean, I get that, but like in my opinion, right? They they come in. I don't. I don't know how long photos are gonna take. Yeah. You know, all I, well, you need to do the photos before. You need to get the photos done before the wedding, and then because as soon as she comes down the aisle and everybody goes, "Oh, how beautiful, how beautiful," and then the the minister says a few things about the 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 sanctity of marriage, and gosh, isn't this great? And everybody loves each other. And hey, uh, who's who's giving the bride away? And then and the father goes, "It's me," and and he sits down, and everybody goes, "Okay, great." And then and then the they do the little ring thingy, and then they say some vows, and then they say, "I do, I do, I will, I will, whatever." I now pronounce Mr. and Mrs. Jones, husband and wife. Dun, 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 and, they walk down. and the moment that they hit the exit to walk out of the church, as far as I'm concerned, it's Brian, free game. it's free game at that moment. <laughs> you have done up at, all the other stuff. You kind of have to stand there and smile and go, isn't this great? Isn't this awesome? Let's go hustle up. And all the girls are like, oh, she's so beautiful. She's just beautiful. And uh, you do all that. But the moment that you get that they – lock arms and they hit the exit they walk back down the aisle that she came up earlier and they head out of there together and and they're pronounced husband and wife and everybody goes oh what a beautiful couple the moment that they get out of that door you're off the clock okay so so you so you say i should be good that's what y'all are saying i should 100 i'm saying i would be good I'm not getting into what you should or shouldn't do. Because I'm getting I, into what because, you would do. I, I've I've already had to sell my ticket, and so you know my family is going. My family is setting up. You know we got the family tailgate and everything going on, and so you know I'm trying to get there. You know I'm trying to get there in time just to enjoy the game and stuff. Because you know I don't want to get the suit and everything messed up. So yeah, no. The moment that once they once the minister says I now pronounce you and they. And they walk out. I mean, I think you've got to stand there while they walk. And and I think, oh, actually, I mean, I don't know how you guys are doing it, but for the most part, you're going to walk in some little arrangement and one of the bridesmaids is going to take your arm. And I think you're responsible for getting her out the door. That's the, yeah, actually, that's the And the moment moment that you and whoever she is are out the door, I think you can look at her and say, you looked lovely tonight, peace, and you're out. (laughs) I fulfilled my duty. I have fulfilled right? my duty. It looks like you have successfully, without bodily harm, gotten out of the church. I wish you well. 
You sure looked lovely in your dress. I'm out. Body get a go. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right, I, I, what, I, what's uh, what, what's at the tailgate? What, what are we doing food wise? Uh, we probably gonna have some rotel going. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what what the family's gonna have all on the grill, but it's just gonna be one you know one of those tailgates. It's gonna have some rotel and just some stuff on the grill. You put uh, you, you put sausage or ground beef in your rotel? Oh yeah, no the uh ground beef. Okay. I only do I, I I'm, I'm weird. I only do sausage with the uh. With the white cheese, I forgot. Is really? It? Okay. The cream cheese. But if it's Velveeta, oh, yeah, no, 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 no sausage. Hey, Gron, there's a really good yeah. question in the thread, and I do want to get an answer from you here. Um, what, what's is the uh, is the Mayo chick? Is she your is she your plus one for this shindig? No, me and me and me and her me and her broke up. Oh, I ain't uh, tell y'all that. I, no, we didn't know. Man, man. Okay, this is a quick story, man. Yeah, sure. But like, I mean, we it, we it, told it, you it, all along she was a psychopath. I mean. That, <laughs> And obviously, and, uh, you know, obviously she disagreed with my stance on the wet and everything. She said she said I was selfish because you know football season is just football season and what you know whatnot. But you know, I was at the you know I was at the house one day just dodging you know, just, bullets, you know, like just dodging bullets left and right right now. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> God, I mean, <laughs> my heart rate sped up when you told me that. Oh no, <laughs> no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Woo. But yeah, man, you know, I'm like she was arguing about something once again. But you know, I'm just washing dishes, and so I'm, you know, I'm drying the dishes off, putting everything in the cabinet. So my my back's turned to her, and obviously, you know, me when when people are, you know, when, especially when a woman's arguing with me, I'm just like, yeah, I understand you're right and everything. But I guess that was kind of pissing her off, and so she got quiet for a minute. And you know, I'm putting stuff into the cabinet, and then she says, "That's why I was rooting for Penn State." Oh. And I was, and I, was I turned around. Ooh. I was like, what you said? I was like, what you said? She said, you heard me. I was so happy y'all lost that game. She said, because all you was talking about was that damn game all week. And you ain't oh. because my family was throwing a big tailgate for the Penn State game, and she wanted to come meet my family. But I was like, just hold on. You know, I was like, it's going to be other opportunities and everything. So I guess that, that made her more mad and lit another fire under her. But I was like, I was like, what? I was like, all right, no, nah, man, no, nah. because that, that was that, that was that was like purposeful. Well, that you know, like grind in the event that your team doesn't win Saturday or, frankly, the rest of the season, you you've won this year, because this this <laughs> this could have been a disaster. You're right, man. You're right. I, I dodged one. I mean, I'm you know I'm, yeah. I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss the I'm gonna miss the extracurriculars, but you know, I get over that. I get over that. Yeah, you 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 dodged one big time. I mean, <laughs> warning lights. Right, man. Just, yeah, I mean, there are so many warning signs. Goodness gracious. Yeah, y'all Whew. are right, man. Y'all are right. I hope I can talk to you guys on Saturday, man, at the game. All, all right, right. Grant, be good. Later. All right, man. I even made his name in orange. I oh, did. Just to be nice. Dodged a bullet. Dodged so, I mean, a torpedo. That wasn't even a bullet. That was holding a, the man about the Penn State loss. That was a cannon I shot mean. that you avoided somehow, some way. <laughs> goodness. Mm. Mm. I mean, point blank range. She just. She was asking for it. 
Well, it makes you wonder if she was ne- if she was wanting it. I mean, you you gonna go to sleep at night in your house with her in the house? Come on. You didn't think that the Mayo thing would be the worst thing we we heard. No, but I knew it was bad, and it was a sure sign that there was more. I knew that the whole Mayo thing wouldn't just be an individual, that it wouldn't stop there. You know, you had to know that if that could happen, anything could happen. He deserves to get. He deserves to get the one of the better looking bridesmaids yeah. at my brother's wedding. I'll tell this story; it doesn't matter now. At my brother's wedding, uh, one of his groomsmen was Brant Mitchell. Uh-huh. Brant was kind of a big guy, redheaded, <laughs> and he was looking at how it lined up. You know, groomsmen to the bridesmaids, and he goes, I "Always get the big one." <laughs> <Barely>. <laughs> <laughs> we laughed so hard we got in trouble with the minister. <laughs> the minister was like, you need to be taking this seriously. And we were just like, that, the joke was funny. I've been the shortest most of the time, so I always run the risk of getting the junior bridesmaid. If you're not careful, like, you always, oh, uh, never know. Like, it's, it's... <laughs> I always get the big one. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> but here's the thing you like there's a craziness because everybody knows the boundary like come on like it didn't take long to go hey that that that's boy well she was testing the outer boundaries yeah i mean (laughs) hmm This is going to be a tough loss for Ole Miss here. Yeah, barring a miracle, this one's over. Um, really poor decision played by the goalie, and frankly, one of the top goalies in the country. Uh, is she who got the penalty? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she went for a sliding, knocked the ball out, missed the ball, and hit the girl. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, one minute and four seconds, and maybe a little bit of stoppage time. But the ball's down in Mississippi State's end. It's going to be, it's going to literally take a miracle at this point. Oh, someone got a yellow card. It's a tough loss. Because they're playing for seating and hosting yeah, yeah, and a yeah. lot of that stuff. Yeah, Ole Miss has had a pretty poor week and a half. Yeah. They ended up in a tie with Auburn, lost to Missouri. You've just got to get the ball. You've got to center the ball in there here soon. That's not good. you got to center the ball in and hope for something. That's probably it right that there. That was probably it, yeah. Oh, I missed a call. Hey, uh, whoever the 727 number is, call again. I'm I'm looking for you. I was I had my eye on the television. I didn't see it.
Yeah, that was probably it. That's a that tu- was that's it. a tough. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, that was it. I'm gonna call this number back since I missed them. See if they answer. Okay. Oh, here we go. Please leave your message for seven. Yeah, we're not gonna leave a message. Hey, who do we have? Hello. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is Will. Hey, Will, what's up? Oh, none much. I just want to call this show. I haven't called in in like forever. So I'm on the message board. My name is Doug. I'm on the message board. Calling in from Virginia. Okay. Thanks yeah, for calling. Yeah, so, um, yeah, though, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I just love your show. And I, um, it's something I wanted to ask you all. Um, I know you know a lot of NFL scouts, I guess. I wouldn't say I that I know a lot, but I know, I I know a few. Okay, well, I just hear you say NFL scouts. So I'm assuming with your expertise, I guess you know a few. But um, I heard an NFL. It was a podcast like a week and a half ago, and a guy did a comp on Matt Corral. And so his comp it was it was of like one of it was like an all time great. He didn't say he's going to be him, but he said as far as his measurables and the way he throws and runs. This NFL, I don't know the guy's name. I just heard it on like some NFL podcast, but he said that Matt reminded him of a right-handed Steve Young. Oh, can can you see that as I far praise. as the size, way he runs, throws? Uh whoa! That's I mean, super athletic, um, big arm, really competitive, very bright. I mean, how big was Steve Young? I thought he was. No, Steve Young about six one, about Matt size. He wasn't. Yeah, I know oh, he, yeah, wasn't he wasn't big. Two. He was about six one, two oh eight or something. Okay, like that. well then that's there. very similar. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's high praise. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah, I just wonder. I mean, I I know, like I said, I don't know, like you know, if we can just to have someone on the team to be compared to him is an honor. But I remember, like a few years ago, a lot of people were saying. I think even Lane Kiffin even said it, that someone's compared Tua to Steve Young. But the guy said he even mentioned it in the podcast. He said, you know, a few years ago, Tua was like supposed because he left handed. I guess maybe he said, looking back on it, he only said it because Tua was left handed. But he said now looking at Matt Corral. The way he moves and everything, he he he's like a right-handed Steve Young. Like he's probably the closest thing to Steve Young he's seen since six two two fifteen for Steve Young. Yeah, I'll be honest, and I know this is kind of sacrilegious in the SEC because everybody loves Tua, and I loved watching Tua. Also, I, I think I think Corral's got a better arm than Tua. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. so. Yeah, but um, I just wanted to call and ask you all this since you know you're in the business, and maybe yeah. I didn't know if you would have heard that. Um, I've had, but I just heard it. I've had an NFL guy tell me that that uh, he reminds him some of of um, Kyler Murray. I mean, I, the people people really like him. I think I think Matt's moved up into the the early part of the draft. I mean, obviously, like anybody else, the the combine's going to really matter for him. His his pro day is going to matter. But, um, look, I think the last few weeks, even though the numbers haven't been there, I think the last few weeks he's made a lot of money. He, believe it or not, he made a lot of money in Tuscaloosa the, with the decision-making. Because the, in the NFL, protecting the football, valuing the football is so important. 
and uh, they they love the they love the progression he's made in that regard. And and then in the NFL, they know they're going to be able to protect him on most teams. They're going to have he's going to have weapons, and his deep ball, which is so good, is um, is the kind of thing that's that's going to stretch the field against defenses. It's going to open up uh, secondary routes and things of that nature. I think I think Matt's going to play in the NFL for a long time if he's healthy. Okay, it's, it's great to hear. And the last thing he said, I don't know how much time y'all got, but the last thing he said when I heard, and he, again he spoke about Joe Burrow, and I guess you know because it was during the LSU and Ole Miss game, you know they were they were speaking about the game, and uh, he said that Joe Burrow, again he doesn't know if this is what he's going to become, but he said Joe Burrow is like a replica of Joe Montana. Not saying he's gonna be him, but that's who he throws like. His size, who he throws like, and he said he throws a ball that's ridiculously catchable, like yeah. Joe Montana used to. Yeah, yeah. I think, and, and I'm not, and I'm not old enough definitely to know. I was born in '86, so I wouldn't know that. But I remember. I mean, Montana when I was a kid was was dominating the league, and he was special. Uh, and I think I, I do think there's a lot of similarities. Burrow is Burrow's terrific. I mean. It, you look at what Burrow's doing right now with a young offensive line and still kind of coming back from a knee injury, and you, you see the the way that, that the Bengals have played with him and, and, and the receivers that he has. He's he's a special player. Hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate okay. you. Oh, yeah. Oh, you take care. Yeah, I mean, Steve Young ends up in the in the Hall of Fame. The, um, the Bucks thought that he was a complete bust. They end up trading him to the 49ers for two draft picks is all that they got for him. Two draft picks they end up taking um, Winston Moss and Bruce Hill with. Oh, God. uh, Send Young to uh, the 49ers. Who do we have? Hey, who do we have? Hey. Hey, this is Sean from Knoxville. I called you a while back. I was going to ask you all a question that you know, I've wondered quite a bit. Do you believe our uh, you believe our pass rushers will be able to get the Bo Nix and shut that down from him just running around like a wild Indian and throwing it all down the field? Um, big day for Sam Williams. Yeah, I mean, it's a big day for the defensive ends. They have, they have to rush with discipline, and then I'm going to assume that Ole Miss kind of uses a. a a linebacker on him, and whoever that is is going to have to play really fundamentally sound. Nix is Nix is a terrific athlete who doesn't get enough credit for what kind of an athlete that he is. And Chance Campbell talked about this on Monday. I don't know if you watched that, but he um, he's really physical. He'll run over you too. It's not just he he won't just avoid you or be elusive or get an extra yard. He's a big guy, and 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 he will. He'll put a shoulder into you and punish you as a as a tackler. Oh, there's no doubt. Um, I think Chance Campbell did good, and um, I hope number seven is just heat him up that night. That, and I'll hang up. I just want to let y'all know that I'm worried about him. That's 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 the issue I'm worried about with sure. uh, them was him. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. Thank you. All right, thank y'all. You want Corral to go to the Saints? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a quarterback, 100%. As people talk about the Eagles. They talk about the Steelers. 
He's the guy I'd want. I don't want him to go to Detroit. No. That's what would Everybody goes there and kind of never gets heard from again. And you would think Detroit would be better just with those uniforms. Those are good uniforms. They are. I don't know that. Let's see. What you looking up? I was nothing. I was looking at Grind saying he was expecting the SEC refs to screw Auburn on Saturday. There's a <laughs> lot of precedent for that. So yeah. Yeah. I mean it happens all the time. Yeah. Really fifty fifty. All right, we hadn't talked to Candy at all, so we'll, we'll we'll finish with this. Are you you looking forward to Halloween? Y'all y'all doing a big big trick or treat in your neighborhood? I mean the neighborhood is a big trick I would or think treat. your neighborhood yeah, is trick or treat crazy. Um I mean, I think Hundreds of dollars in in, in how much candy. I was going to say. So, do you have to prepare for all the truck fulls of? Yeah, I think you're having to prepare for more than because yours would be a trick or treat destination. Yeah, that the people drive through. It, yeah. It's a constant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We don't yeah. get as much of that. We did a couple of years, but like last year, we didn't get much of that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would expect a couple hundred bucks at least in candy. Oh wow. Um. Now, do you get to a point where you just turn the lights off, or do you start passing out like? Well, I mean, but it's back to your beginning question. I mean, it's a school night, so it's over at eight. No later than that, because I mean, bedtime is frankly seven thirty ish. I mean, you can go a little bit. I'm not going to be like a dictator over it, but yeah, I mean, there's a definitely a a thing. Um, do you steal candy? You get into the candy on Halloween night? I've done really well on not eating anything to this point, but yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, Reese's, Snickers, Twix. If there are Mr. Good bars, I will eat all of them. Yeah, those literally, are, those I will are, those eat all of them. Those are good. Um, I'll stay away from almost any fruit yeah, yeah, yeah. candy. Starbucks, I mean, Star, Starburst. Nothing um, for me. Yeah, like take your now or later or something. And yeah, you, no purpose th- at throw all. It they serve no purpose at all. Sweet um, tarts, no purpose. I don't like Whoppers. Oh, the, um, the malted yeah, balls? Yeah, the malt balls. Mounds. I mean, not mounds. Um, Rolos. Oh, They're too chewy. I like Rolos. Really? There's two... Something. Yeah, yeah, the caramel gets all over your teeth and you can't get it off. Yeah, it's not. It's something yeah. about that really, really bothers me. Um, the question is, what time is this going to start? 5.30? 5.30. The little kids usually start rolling in around 5. Okay. Because it's still light. Yeah, sure. Because they're ready to go. They, yeah, they've yeah. been waiting. Yeah. Time. And let's the parents get, are going, okay. Let's, let's get moving. Yeah. Yeah. They're the warm-up act. Um. I think it's mostly all good candy to give out, though. I mean, I, I'm not aware of, like, any any bad – I mean, nobody, nobody's not handing out, like, those orange and black little chewy things or anything like that. It's all – I have a fear that we have not bought anywhere near enough candy. You bought the same amount as usual, or – No, we haven't bought – we usually do this. She will go by, and she doesn't buy a lot because she's ready to turn off the lights and be like, here, here's a – we're done. I get in trouble for passing out too much candy. Do you really? Yeah. 
I'm a sucker for all. So the you give kids. extra pieces depending on what the costume is. Yeah, like, and especially for the little kids too. Like they show up cool costume, you're like, all right, here you go. Here's a handful. Here's a handful, my man. Do you hand it or you let them pick it? No, no, you hand it. Because if you let them pick it, they're all. No, in. no, hey, one piece, but you let them pick out what they get. Well, that would be fine. Okay. But at some point, like the left, if you're lined up down the sidewalk, let's get moving here. Let's go. It becomes we need an assembly line. And we the gotta, kids got to say trick or treat. Don't let me open the door and you just stand there and look at me. Because I'll just stand there and look at you too. Like what? You here to ask about my car warranty? I mean, what are we doing? That's a good point. I don't even know where you would buy those orange and black things. We always make fun of them, but I have no, I have no clue. Blake says, "Let them get as much as they want." If you do that, man, it's it's over quick, it's over fast. I mean, once it's over, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I like Baby Ruth, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good. Good candy bar. I have no problem there. All right. Well, thanks to everybody for being part of the show. We will be back with you on um, Saturday night. Ole Miss and Auburn at 6 o'clock. And so that probably means we're hitting the button around 930. And we'll talk to Jeffrey and we'll talk to Brian and then we'll talk to you and we'll see what happens. We'll make this the uh, Oxford Exxon podcast tomorrow. Again, there's a lot of material up on the site. We'll have a war room up by noon tomorrow probably. Maybe before that, but certainly by then. And um, – a lot of stuff at MPW Digital. Check it out. Hit the like button, subscribe, all that stuff until uh, Saturday night. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.